Wakey, wakey, Iggy Biggy. Tis the Smodcoast Morning Show, blasting awesome sauce all over your interwebs. Gotta turn on the microphones if you're gonna do the show right. Good morning, everybody, so- and welcome to the Smodcoast Morning Show. Tuesday, Left Coast Edition. Uh, you're number two. I am number three. You are number six. I am number two. Uh, welcome to the show. Every day it's a crapshoot, not just for you, but for me as well, as to who will show up at the mics. I just sort of set some mic stands up, and then people magically show up. Last week we had Giselle here and Steve, and this week we have uh, Steve. Steve. Say hello. Hello. All right, that's enough. I'm Giselle. That's, I'm Giselle. I'm Giselle. Oh, we love Giselle. She was great. If you missed last week's show, you should go check out check it out in the archives. She's a dear, dear friend, also um, a fantastic performer and a very funny person. Uh, if you want to join in on the conversation, you can tweet in live at Nooner Dan Marty, or you can um, uh, email us at noonerpodcast at gmail.com. Join us on the Tumblr page, which is tuesdaysmornings.tumblr.com. That never ceases to be not funny to you. I love it. Never ceases to be funny. I love you. it. Yes. What we are very grateful. What if you're BBSing? What what number should you yeah. dial well, into? You know, if BBMing, isn't it? BBM? BBS. Is BBS? Oh. BBM is Big Black something. <laughs> That's Big Black Mama? Big Black Mama. That's a Craigslist thing. Oh. BBS was when you would dial a phone into oh, a... Oh, bulletin board service. Bulletin board service. There, yeah. there you go. I didn't even yeah. know what it stood for. Yeah. BBM is BlackBerry Message. Ah. Yeah. Do BlackBerry still exist? Uh, they do. They do. Uh, and and how many Canada. do you have? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got a whole stack of them. Um and uh, anyhow, that's tuesdaysmornings.tumblr.com, and no E in the Tumblr, and we are grateful to Tyson and Darren for maintaining that. It, they just sort of add links in when we talk about stuff. Uh, and the racist stuff that I see. Yeah. And, that seems to come out of context. And, and random porn images. Yeah. And, you know, just really fun stuff like when that. When you scroll through it, it really is hard to tie a line through the narrative. Like, how do they go from Mrs. Garrett to double fisting? I don't... It's, right. It, it makes you want to listen to the show. Um, good morning to Jenny Marie and Keegan and Chris Brown, who has a new phone policy, which somehow limits his tweet, um, his tweeting activity. And Darren and Tyson, of course... Uh, and Olivia um, tweeted in this week or yesterday about uh, her email. Let's see. Um, and then uh, somebody. Oh shoot! I should. Um, I should actually read these. Pre-screen these. No. Oh, why, why start now? You know. Oh, because I'm on the wrong. I'm on the wrong. No, I'm on the right tweet. Anyhow, the Supreme Court. See, I, I know if I start a sentence off like that, I just I will turn and see Steve. Just can you name all have, nine members? Sure. Okay. Yeah, Alito, Roberts, Ginsburg, Breyer, uh, Kennedy, um, uh, Scalia, uh, Thomas, um, and the two chicks, Sotomayor, and, <laughs> and the backup singers, and the and, and the and, and, the, and the, the Ronettes, and the Ronettes. <laughs> yeah. You said Ginsburg, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I said Ginsburg, but then there's uh, Sotomayor, and then um, Warren Berger. No, no, he's the, gone. The, the woman who plays softball, uh, Kagan. Yes, um, well, that's pretty good. Uh, seven out of nine. No, that's nine out of nine. Hey, you said the other two. Well, and the rest. If if I were doing the, I would the first season of Gilligan's Island, do. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, because it would be in the first season. It would they did and the rest. Oh, I thought that was later seasons. No, because then they were just like, oh wait, there are only two more. 
the professor and Mary Ann. Ah. And it was those two got You don't think it was the it was them complaining like why are we the rest? We're well, I'm we're sure it was. Okay. Like how hard it is. Those were some terse ne- negotiations oh, yeah. between agents and Sherwood Schwartz. Yeah. Uh, why, why is my client not being uh, mentioned in the stupid song? We did. It's the rest. I really enjoy um, songs that kick off the show. I don't think they do that enough anymore. I, House of Cards. House of Cards. <laughs> house of Cards. There's a whole deck and it, put it together. It's a House of Cards. It's a very Dan-centric show already. We're already singing. Uh, uh, Jadlin is he, commenting on how fun Giselle was. We'll have her back. Yeah, did you enjoy Giselle? Very much. Yeah, she was a breath of fresh, not nasty air. I know. There's a lot of negativity on this show. Uh, sometimes was... there is. She is one of the most positive persons. Yes. And if she senses negativity, she'll say, you know, oh, I don't like to talk about such things. You know, and like she also caught me at a very strange time in my life <laughs> when you had no food. In I your had stomach. no food in my stomach and herbs coursing through my veins. So I was in a particularly you were non-negative mood. Are you still cleansing? Yes. Aha! Uh-huh. Well, I'm you, trying not you to look talk about it. Incredibly lean. Do I? Actually, you do. Yeah. You do look up. You lost some weight. I did. Um, it yeah. came, you know where it went? <laughs> it went right up my ass. Well, that's... about four times a day. <laughs> well, that, we appreciate when you try not to talk about. Good it. Good so morning, that's... everyone. Yes. Has everyone had their breakfast? Um, I... There is. There really is a bottle of pills called Small Volcano. Yeah, it's, I... They're not joking. Well, there's colon cleanse, and then there's yeah. super colon cleanse. Super. For superheroes, by the way, or, you, don't, you don't want to fuck with colon cleanse. Just get, add some, eat a vegetable. How's that's that? all I've been eating. It's yeah, it's a nightmare. Uh, so the Supreme Court, they're ending up their 2014 session, and great session, right? Oh my god, it's awesome. So yes. many highlights. Oh, actually, uh, yeah, yeah. So we can go over them. Like, so John Roberts, the the Supreme oh, Court can. Justice. We are going to so strap yourself in uh, there. When does Doctor Who talk start? Uh, in August, a- hour two. August. Um, so, um, so anyhow, he leads this. It's a majority conservative court. Anthony Kennedy is supposed to lead the swing vote, but you know he was this Reagan appointee. Anthony Kennedy. Yeah. What did I say? Anthony Kennedy. That's what I said. That's yeah. his name. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Anthony Scalia. Antonin. Scalia. Oh, Antonin. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. They can have the same first. And, I thought. Know. Yeah. They all had to have different names. No, they're all Tonys. <laughs> Everyone has to be a Tony. Tony Kagan or Bobby. Yeah, yeah. Tony. Bobby. Tony. Robbins. It's like the, <laughs> It's like Goodfellas. Yeah. This is Mikey, and this is uh, Paulie. This is Paulie, this is Mikey, and this is Marie. They all have to have one of those three names. Yeah. And if, if it doesn't have an, a Y at the end, you just add it. You yeah. Know? It's like, <laughs> my name's John. No, it's Johnny. It's Johnny. Yeah. All right. Stevie. <laughs> um, you're, you're now in the Supreme Court. <laughs> so last year, there was a big thing because... Um, John. Well, it, it is a very conservative court, despite like... So like... Last year, Obamacare was upheld in the Supreme Court, but then parts of it were sort of eaten away at. So uh, my feeling is like John Roberts is sort of playing this game where he's trying to um, to sort of compromise. But essentially, there are a lot of very big uh, conservative rulings that have happened. Uh, this year... Like Arrow or e- e- Evo or whatever it's yeah, called? Aereo. Aereo. Yeah. So Aereo was one where they uh, it was an internet streaming service where they're basically rebroadcasting uh, television over the internet. Yes. And they were stealing or they were borrowing um, right. uh, television Content. signals. So, oh, so, right. It was broadcast. You, you can, I guess in this day and age, you can still hook a television up in your home. I, that's and, what I do. And if, it, you, ha- if you have a... 
I have an HD uh, receiver, and it, it's great. Yeah. It's awesome. Football is great. It's better than on cable. Okay. Um, and so well, so they, there was that ruling where they said that was unconstitutional. They were basically stealing uh, uh, broadcast signals. Um, then there is a, this... They eliminated the 35-foot buffer zone around abortion clinics where uh, there was supposed to be a clear area where protesters, anti-abortion... Well, just in Massachusetts, but they they struck it down. They struck it down. So, like, you know, basically these people would get in the face of women just trying to get health care. And they're trying to kill their babies. um, They're trying to murder children. Okay, yeah. While I was living in Massachusetts, uh, I went to a clinic with a girlfriend, not to get an abortion, just but to, see, like, to right. get to get That's a my point. to like, get a um, pap smear, uh, or whatever. Uh, what do they call it when they uh, general or uh, they had to check her out to get birth control? Right. And we had to walk through protesters because there's a lot of Catholics in Boston and whatever. And I remember sitting there thinking. They buzzed you in. You you right. buzzed a button, and they, there's no cameras back then. Right. And they buzzed you in, and I and I, I had hours to kill because she was in the back, and I thought, what would stop someone from just buzzing in and going nuts? And not a month later, Somebody. a guy went nuts, shot up the place, killed a bunch of people, got in his car, drove to another one, and shot up a bunch of people. I forgot his name. It was it was in the '90s. So Massachusetts enacted this law that right. said. You need to stay away. But yeah, there were nuns hanging out in front. I mean, they're... they're so the Supreme Court, they struck that down and said, yes. oh, you know, that, that is not an invasion of privacy. And then, you know, people, it's a, an expression of free speech. What they need is abortion food but, trucks but, that drive to you. Seriously. <laughs> Good idea. Um, but yeah, the Uber, the Uber version of... <laughs> yeah. Like, Hi, I'm looking for an abortion. Well, let's see. There, I, there's I five an, doctors in your area. They can beat you in five minutes. It, okay. it, well, let's call it abortion. Abortion. Abortion right. X. Abortion X. Yeah, that's if you want a cheap black. one. Yeah. You want, I want a black doctor. That costs more. <laughs> Ow. That really hurt. Um, uh, <laughs> that's a really good idea. It, yeah. Abortion.com. Don't steal it. Please don't steal it. Abortion. <laughs> um, but meanwhile, the, the Supreme Court, the building has a 25,000 square foot buffer zone out in front of it where there are no protesters. Ah, uh, hypocrisy. Isn't that great? But so, somehow free speech only applies when you're killing babies. Um, so there, that, that happened. Here's the problem. Let me just get through a couple of these other things. I'm trying to trying to steer it away. Yeah, here's the problem. Does did anybody watch uh, Dancing with the Stars? Um, no, I guess it's so you think you can dance. That's the one that just started. Um, I wouldn't look know. at look at who just strolled in. Oh, and she's looking pixiest as ever. We'll we'll tweet out a, a new photo of of her. Um, the hell you will. Oh, right into the mic there. Still, the rules haven't changed since uh, before you were here. This mic is humongous. That's what she said. Um, and black. And black. It is black. Uh, then there was the... Uh, they ruled against uh, Obama for some recess appointments, basically saying that he did something wrong. Uh, they've limited some affirmative action programs and... Uh, they limited public unions. So th- this is these are the decisions that the Supreme Court has has made. And then yesterday it was capped off with the Hobby Lobby decision. Uh, there was a co- corporation run by these Mennonite. This Mennonite family owns a bunch of cra- arts and craft stores. Are those people that are half horse, half human? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they have a lobby. They do. Wow. Yep. The centaur, I got to get me a lobby. I'm sorry. I mixed it up. I mean Mennonites. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Uh, centaurs are actually Mennonites, which is very interesting. <laughs> I'm they, close. They follow the Mennonites. Okay. They make wonderful chairs, which is ironic because they can't sit. 
Um, <laughs> is there horses? <laughs> oh, wonderful! Where's James with the the, yeah. <laughs> the sting? Oh, I I do have that, but it's it's hard. For we'll me put to... it in post. Yeah, here we go. Um, so, sorry about that. I'll we'll turn that down. Oof, I don't have the the James touch. James, if you're listening, we love you. Come back. Um, so they basically said that they didn't want to cover birth control because they didn't believe in birth control religiously. But they believe in Viagra. Uh, but that's not... God said so. God said a boner is just fine. Yep. So... So you can have a boner, but you can't use it because... Do you want a shorter... I do have a shorter it. stand if you want a shorter I'll be stand. Right. I'll, just, I'll just use this. Okay. Oh, shit. Something just happened. <laughs> Are we um, off air? Oh, sorry, guys. We were just off the air. Oh, a bunch of people just tweeted in. Uh, <laughs> damn it. All right. Sorry about that, guys. Um, was it me? It was me. It, no. Should Steve and I vamp? Should we start yeah. over? Uh, vamp. S- Steve, how's your day? <laughs> well, it's very early, so there's not much to report yet. Um, oh, God. Yeah. What'd you have for breakfast? Okay. Um, I didn't. Oh, dear. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day, I've been told. My uh, computer just automatically restarted. Oh, and dear. I, I, we, I believe we're back on. Um, anyhow, let me just Tweet us if to, you can hear us, and yeah. if you can't... You've already tweeted us. Yeah, you've already tweeted us, so uh, stop there, tweeting. There are 28 tweets um, about people saying, you're off, you're off, you're off. Um, oh, shit. But, but we got a, a bunch of people tweeting in that we haven't seen for a while. Um, hello, Great Raid Shift, Carrie Lynn, uh, Darren, Hyper Canadian. Um, I'm just going to say it every time. That is my absolute favorite show of the moment right now. Hyper Canadian? No. It's, there's a show called Chopped on the Food Network oh, yeah, or the yeah. whatever network, and it's some horseshit competition reality where chefs have to cook a meal out of Starburst and Cuttlefish, whatever. But there's a Canadian version, which I'm like, well, what's the difference? Just oh, there's a difference. Seal meat and, and baleen. It has time. nothing to do with the food. It, a, it's hosted by Tori Spelling's husband, who uh, I think has the, the thousand-yard stare of, I married this super rich Hollywood woman whose dad has a billion dollars and then realized, oh, she doesn't get any of it, so I got to go back to work. So he's <gasps> just like... Why doesn't she get any of it? I don't know. There's some... Has to go to the firstborn son. Uh, no, um, there's the mo- some the fight with the right mom. I, I don't know, but that's why she does so many crappy reality shows. She's By the, the way, money. we are still going to finish this talk about Hobby Lobby, but go on. Oh, damn it. Yes, yes, yes. So I just stumbled onto it, and I'm like, what is Canadian about it? It is all Canadian chefs, and they are the opposite of what you want on a competition reality show. They're like, oh, well, I'm really excited to be here, and I'm going to have a good time, and if I don't win, that's okay. Like, uh, it's like. <laughs> And they're running around this kitchen trying to cook, and one guy go, well op- opens the fridge, and the other guy goes in front of him and grabs something, and then the first guy in an interview says, well, he needed to get that more than I did, I guess, so I'll just go to the other fridge, and it'll be okay. And I'm like, <laughs> and they're, it's just super, super Canadian. It's so much fun. I really uh, enjoy it. Canadian Top Chef is exactly the same. Like, the loser, the guy who came in second on um, uh, Canadian Top Chef, his final words were, you know what? Uh, uh, I really cooked my best out there, but I was really glad that, you know... I'm glad somebody won. Yeah, that, that, that everyone that should Peter win. Because, yeah. you know, he's just a fantastic chef. 
And when the the judges, who is a hodgepodge, hodgepodge of just bizarre Canadian TV talent, like this the super white black dude, some guy who looks like a Bond bad uh, bad guy, and a, and a French Canadian guy who seems like he's been hit in the head with a pipe, you know, oh these these uh, sausages are real hard. I don't know how to eat them. I mean, they're just overcooked. What were you thinking? And the other person, <laughs> I don't know, but. Great advice. Thanks for telling me. Like, it's the opposite of a show, but it has the patina of our crappy, you know, it's got those stings, the dun 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 dun, and they cut to everyone looking at each other, but they're all, well, I'm going to take the $10,000, and my girl has uh, multiple sclerosis, and I'm going to go to New York. Oh, I didn't win. Okay, well, that's all right. It's okay. I'll just keep cooking. It's so much fucking fun. I actually (laughs) said aloud yesterday, when is the next Chopped Canada on? I need to see that. What is? Why are Canadian people so fucking nice? And they are obviously not good for crap competition reality shows because there, there's no, there's no. I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna destroy everyone, and that motherfucker comes near me with a, with whatever, like all that crap is just not there. Um, it's the, I blame it on the Supreme Court. Speaking of which. <laughs> uh, Hobby Lobby. Hobby Lobby. The the centaurs had a lobby. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, the the Samuel Alito in the in writing the the decision, Sammy, Sammy, right, Sammy, um, he said that uh, um, that it only applies to birth control. So Vi- Viagra and vasectomies are okay. Mm. Blood transfusions are okay. Chemical but, castration. Vasectomy is birth control, though. Uh, but you're not it, like. Hobby Lobby says they they don't like IUDs because it's a fertilized egg that's not being allowed to set settle into like the, once that fertilized egg is ha- happened it is a life and so that, their religious beliefs are that is a that is killing a life so basically they're they're saying you know and and if uh, vaccinations uh, there's some religions that don't approve of vaccinations why what god does not approve of health. What God does not approve of podcasting? Uh, apparently, our God that is <laughs> fucking us over right now. Uh, Will Wilkins just uh, messaged me. He's going to put us back on. And if you're potting this, sorry, you get to hear a little. Just fast forward to this. Yeah, it's yeah. just wait till you hear Doctor Who and then just um, hit pause. Yeah, and start again. <laughs> so, and and they also say it only applies to closely held companies. And there's just a, no definition of what a closely held company is. Like, what is a closely held company? Basically, they're saying, like, uh, it's owned by a small family, so they should be able to, to do what they want. Um, but meanwhile, mm. so Compl- as an employee, you if you don't adhere to those religious beliefs, you have to stand by them. You have to have them enforced upon you. Yes. Which means you just have to buy your own health uh, birth control. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Or... But there's no, there's nothing in the ruling, like the reasoning behind the ruling that would stop somebody who disapproves of blood transfusions for co- coming in and saying, well, why doesn't it apply to that? So, you know, or, or any sort of, uh, like, I don't, my religion says I shouldn't serve black people. So that's my religion. Yeah. <laughs> and so why shouldn't I do? And actually they've, yeah. they've ruled on that and they've said, well, no, that you can't do that. But, but you can discriminate against women ad nauseum. Yes. Yes. And so thank God. And here's the <laughs> thing to think, look at like it was a five to four decision. Um, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to thank Will at the same time as I'm talking. Are you playing dots? Yeah. I am. And play uh, candy crush. So John Roberts, Catholic. Samuel Alito, Catholic. Sammy. 
Tony Scalia. Tony Scalia. Catholic. Tony Kennedy. Catholic. Clarence Thomas. Clary. Clary. Uh, Clary T. Also Catholic. So the five Catholics, the five male Men. conservative yeah. Catholics on the court voted to restrict birth control rights for women and because they're upholding the Constitution. That's what they're in the name of the Constitution. That's how they voted. Whereas there's precedent where they've let, you know, they've uh, stopped people from doing racial discrimination on religious grounds. But when it comes to birth control, you know, every sperm is sacred. I think that's fine as long as, as I think men have every right to control women's rights as long as women get to control men's rights. <laughs> Can we uh, enforce that? Can we, like, say that women get to choose whether or not boys get circumcised? Um, yes. Okay. That's fair. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, in what way? Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> and how they deal with, you know, any sort of sexual... Well, Kennedy came... The, he, oh, sorry. There's it's a trash day. Truck, trash trash day. day. Uh, so Kennedy came out and said, like, well... Uh, I think that the government should come up with a better way to administer health uh, birth control. So basically putting the onus on the government to provide birth control. Now, I, I think that would work. I mean, if anything, it would be a push towards, like this could all be solved if we had uh, socialized health socialized care. Then it wouldn't <laughs> be an issue. And then the Hobby Lobby could, people could complain all they wanted and it wouldn't matter. Yeah, they could complain um, about people getting the health care they need. So that's the <laughs> only good part about this. That the only good thing that could come out of it, it has it probably won't happen, but it that's No, that would be great if thing. people realized how ridiculous it was. But this Supreme Court is a legacy left by Reagan and the two Bushes and it's going to Well, that was over. my point. We didn't elect any of these people and right. they have a more profound effect on our lives than the people we do elect. Yeah, absolutely. So they shouldn't be lifetime. They should be flushed out every 10 years. Oh, so yeah, for those who don't know... And, and, they, they, and shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you really got to think long and hard. Like, do I want to really affect people's lives? Because the end of it, I'm going to be... We'll, we'll go to the, the reflecting pool and just like the, that shot in Vietnam, just a, just a pistol to the side of the head. Boom, you're dead. That would, they would really think about... Well, and the other thing too is um, about religion... They seem to wield so much power in our lives, which is fine. I, I'm not anti-religion. I am anti-religion. But, yeah. you know, but for the sake of this discussion, uh, they're affecting federal policy. So I consider them Enemies a company, the an entity. Though. They need to be taxed. This is like, like you said, why don't we just start a religion and say, I am not paying. I'm, I am the anti-tax religion. I will not pay income taxes. It's, it's against my, it's my, your, my fucking constitutional right to, uh, to obey the God of uh, no taxation. And I'm not going to pay taxes. Like, it's just, it, it's gone too far. So it's time to start taxing them. Yeah, when it starts affecting other people's lives like that. And they need to pay. Yeah. If you're going to push your horseshit, Space Jesus came back 2,000 years ago and zo zombie son of the same himself said a couple of things and it affects my life in 2010. I don't know what year it is. But uh, I think it's time to pony up about 15, 20%. Dude, if we started taxing the Scientologists, we would reduce the debt. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, our national oh debt would be gone. The thing is, they're all so freaking powerful that they will like... It, wasn't there something uh, where they're the... the he 
Oh, no, 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 no. It was because uh, people came after them because they didn't think that their religion was real and they tried to tax them and they came down. Their religion is real. It's like the rest of them. It's all nonsense. Right, right. Exactly. It's, it's as real same. as the next, right? Yes. I have yeah. no, they're no worse or better than Catholicism. But, but yeah. they're better with money than any other religion. Yeah. <laughs> but I think... And law. In Germany, they're taxed. I mean, but I, yeah, religion should be taxed. Yes. Problem solved. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Emily, your haircut looks as cute as can be. Oh, thank you. Why did you get the haircut? Uh, I couldn't stand the long, shapeless mop on my head anymore. Uh-huh. It's time for change. I've been wanting to cut my hair super short since uh, I moved out here, but it was always like a risky venture, and then I realized that the long hair wasn't fucking doing anything for me. <laughs> so I might as well hack it all off, and I'm on the hunt for new representation, and it seemed like the time to do it. <laughs> so did you get new headshots? I'm going to in the next week. Right. Don't no 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 no. Right. Sorry, nope, not gonna happen. <laughs> uh, for those of you who want to know what uh, Emily looks like, you'll have to direct message her or BBM her. Um, oh God, that sounds dirty. BBM her. Yeah. Blackberry uh, message. Yeah. Black bear. What? Blackberry Berry message. Yeah. In the long long ago, there were these tiny phones that had keyboards on them. They what? like taken a computer and Thumb shrunk boards. it down. Thumbboards. Yeah. Yeah. They were horrible. And people in D.C. apparently still use them. And, and then people were really self-righteous about it. Like, I had a BlackBerry. Yeah. That was my first smartphone. Yeah. Lance Mountain's friend uh, was very... Pro-BlackBerry? Uh, Pro-BlackBerry. And, and just like, I'm going to BBM you. I'm like, I don't know what that means. And she was just like, Ugh. You know who I'm talking but about. But it was, uh, I don't, but it had that little... Um, of course you know who I That little, about. to surf the internet, it had a little tiny... I, 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 it was like a clit. It was like a little tiny button you had to move around to move the cursor around uh, the yeah. screen. And it was just, it was the most complicated, difficult thing, especially with these hot dog fingers I have. <laughs> right. And then I got an iPhone. I went, oh, you just push. Just mm, the, give, the, give me this mm, point. Yeah. It was horrible. I'm sorry, Blackberry. Oh, it's Canadian. They're really nice. They can take They're it. Canadian? Yeah. No. Yeah. Really? Research in motion. Okay, that's okay. We lost 30% of our market. That's okay. That's <laughs> good for the older guy. Okay. <laughs> so yesterday, or last week, um, last Tuesday, I, um, uh, I was asleep or falling asleep with like watching a movie in bed and... Uh, I fell Set out. Set the tab, the, the sad tableau or the yeah, sab, yeah, sad blow. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Play the, the Hulk music. And <laughs> I f- fell and I landed on a power core, like power strip, you know, where you plug everything in. And it. I think I broke a rib. Hold on a second. I must have missed something. Were you asleep in bed? I was falling asleep. And you fell out, I out s- of bed. slid out of bed. And God. I why didn't... do you have a power strip Near because your bed. I was watching a movie on the. Oh, you got to drag the uh, power to your. Yeah, yeah. Oh, why don't we have wireless power too? Uh, well, okay. What's this about my fu- pain? Okay. okay, I'm sorry. You broke a rib. Yeah, I. Cause oh, I, hey. <laughs> I was basically bedridden for two days, and I, I, I like today was like the first day I could walk. Like, holy I, shit! I went to the hospital. I went to the doctor, and he's just like, "Eh, you're fine." There's nothing you can really do for yeah. a broken. If you I, break a rib. Yeah, yeah. I broke it, my sternum once. You just it, you lay around. It, Kills to, to sneeze, cough, laugh. So don't say anything funny today. Well, <laughs> not a problem. Yeah, not safe. a problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whew. Um, oh, by the way, yes. To um, hyperconate Ian uh, underscore zero zero. Happy Canada Day. Is it Canada Day? Yeah, it's July 1st. So um, what, what does that mean? Uh, Just it's 
Canada's Day. Did they liberate themselves yeah. b- like three days before we did? Uh, it's not an Independence Day. It's just, hey, we're Canadian. Super. Okay. <laughs> Let's go get some poutine. That's it. Mm-hmm. They didn't fight off the British or... No. no, they're still sort of British. They, they killed a beaver. They got an old some, old British woman on their money. Smoked meat, yeah. and uh, and then opened a Labatt's. <laughs> I'm sure somebody's going to tweet. Labatt's is not the good Canadian. It's Labatt's fifty, stupid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it's it's uh, the anniversary of July first, eighteen sixty seven. The enactment. The of, day they told the Britain, "Hey, we're going to go over here, okay? We'll be free, okay?" No, the enactment of the British North America Act which united three colonies into a single country called, wait for it, Canada, within the British Empire. Originally called Dominion Day. It was renamed in 1982. Smartly. Yes. Yeah, D- Dominion Day does not sound fun. That sounds that Catholic. Sounds, yeah, it sounds like I'm going to get dominated. That sounds like a bad 80s Kevin Costner movie. Or or like yeah. it's a, in an S&M Which is rela- every Kevin Costner movie. In an S&M relationship. Today is Dominion Day. Dominion Day. I'm going to dominate you. <laughs> All day long. Uh, so, anyhow. A sexy 80s thriller with Costner and Sharon Stone that never got released. Dominion yeah. Day. Yeah. Uh, so, happy Canada Day. Uh, I guess they do things like have fireworks and barbecues, which sounds like they ripped us off, mm. frankly. Um, we have Independence Day coming up on Friday. Yes. Exciting. Very exciting. Hopefully, my ribs will be healed by then so I can get back and, you know, because I, I... Shake your groove thing? Yeah. Yeah, because I do like to shake my... No, I don't. Uh, but hopefully I can breathe normally again. <laughs> it does hurt to breathe. Aiming for breathing yeah. at this point. Uh, Shia LaBeouf put himself into rehab. Did he? he did oh, yesterday. bless. Yeah. He was followed by the paparazzi to a famous Hollywood celebrity rehab place. Uh, I assume he's getting rehab for being uh, an asshole. Yeah, do they have douche rehab? Yeah, like you can stop drinking all you want, but you're still going to be a fucking asshole. Okay, I'm hearing a show right now. Douche rehab. We take... But you don't tell the people that they're douchebags, but they're like, uh, I'm going on this reality show, and I'm you know, I'm going to hook up with blah, blah, blah. And then you realize, okay, you're a douche. Right, right. You need to, you're, you're at an Ed Hardy. We need to bring you down to a uh, Ed right. something else. Right. There's no... Condition, unless you know you're bleeding uh, from the like a, a key artery that allows you to cut in line for you know X Y or, like or whatever to cut uh, someone off in traffic. We need to throw uh, out all the Nickelback. We yeah, gotta, and, we got to burn all like, those Nickelbacks. No, I can cut people up because I have a Hummer. Bleh. No, no, let's let's douche rehab this fall on VH1. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I don't. But if you watch Celebrity Rehab, all those guys are douchebags. Like, and like you have to be. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I mean, I I don't Canadian douche re- re- rehab. Oh my god! That oh, I'm a douche. Watch. I'm terribly sorry for being a douche. Let me stop being it now. Let's go get poutine. Yeah, <laughs> that's the catchphrase. But then the, <laughs> the hell is poutine? Really? Is oh, really? it's fries. the national dish of Quebec. It's fries, cheese curds, which you know the, the it's before it like gets, cottage cheese. No, it's it's no. more like these lumps of cheese that uh, before they. They press them and age them, and that's what turns. Just say it's cheese, cheese. gravy, and 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 uh, gravy and gravy on the top on French fries. Yeah, French fries. It's It's I I had it twice when on when on when I was on vacation, and it was fantastic. Vancouver had the better one over uh, Victoria, and they named it after Russian. (laughs) Yeah, they rescued. Yes, 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, it saved a few of my nights in Montreal as a teenager. So, um, poutine. It's, yes. it's like drunk food. It's like the little poutine stint. It sounds stint. like drunk food. Yeah, you, you don't go to a fine restaurant. I'll have the poutine and you uh, fork a knife for the napkin. And you're, just, you're standing drunk at three in the morning at poutine and it just... It just appears magically. Yeah, you just say just it three times. On the street. Poutine, just... poutine, poutine, and then just the poutine fair. Hello, I heard you're too drunk on Labatt's. <laughs> Would you like to be less drunk? Yes, please. I was kind of Irish. It's that an wasn't... Irish, uh, yeah. Irish Canadian. Well, I was yeah. trying to do <laughs> French Canadian, and then it was. I got too. I got. Too, I got lost. Hyper Canadian uh, wants to hear more of your quote unquote Canadian accent. <laughs> it's an accent. Kind of I was watching the show. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's just a testament to what nice people Canadians are. Because Americans on competition shows, they're all twats. They're well but they're also there's a bunch of twat mustached female producers who um push them like go go nuts and say bad things about right. her and they, they create it's they create uh you know the 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 drama, the the conflict or whatever. And those Canadians they're just nope. We're not going to do it. We're not going to. Uh... And and it's still the com- only time they're defiant. But it's I also, will not be mean. It's still compelling because it, it it does get to focus on the competition part of it as opposed to the personality, the like cat fights. The cat fights. And oh, I hate that. I hate. Yeah. Uh, I loaned Tyler my knife and he returned it and didn't clean it. I mean, what the fuck? We got problems, bro. Blah. Like. There, this this woman pushed another person aside to get into the fridge, and the person said, "Oh well, I guess she needs to get there more than I do." Okay, I'll go to the next fridge. It's okay, <laughs> so, problem solved. Like uh, game shows that are reality shows, uh, like we like them because we think that there's real drama there, mm. right? And I don't know. Well, I mean, why 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 is the Canadian Chopped more compelling than the American Chopped? I don't know that it is. Oh. I'm just, I, I don't watch competition shows, but when I saw the Canadian, I, I was, it was like a, a, a Nick Kroll sketch. Like I was like, this is, it was, uh, who's the guy that does uh, Waiting Nick for Kroll Guffman or whatever? Christopher Guest. It was like a Christopher Guest movie. Like right. everything, everyone was kind of soft and I, I don't think they knew they were being funny, but they were really funny. And that, that to me is like a Christopher Guest that movie. That sounds priceless. I met Nick Kroll at a party last week and he was so nice. He was, Who is he, Nick Kroll? He's a sketch comedian, stand-up guy. Oh. He um, has a show on Comedy Central. Very funny show. He's a very funny guy. And he, he was also just uh, like, you know, I'm nobody, but he engaged me in conversation and was very, very friendly. Huh. Um, Do you need help picking up that name you just dropped? Or uh, you, you, no. I know your rib is injured. But <laughs> I know. Did you know I work with Gary I, I Oldman? Did I ever mention that ever before? No, I, I mean Nick Kroll. Yeah, good, I was Gary little, Oldman. I was a little on. starstruck. I was like, wow, that's just kind of cool. Did we cover Gary Oldman last week while I wasn't here? We cover it every week. Don't worry about it. Yeah. No, I was getting texts like, "Have you heard? Have you heard?" And I, I oh yeah, I so last week the specific, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he came out in this big uh, sort of pro Mel Gibson rant. God, on, it was a in train Playboy wreck. magazine, yeah. But then he had a very... wait, 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 wait. Don't bury the lead. What? Playboy is still around. Oh. A printed magazine <laughs> oh with, with boobs. Don't make me laugh. Has uh, it? Have people in Playboy? Uh, this is where parts of the world that doesn't have the internet, right? Yeah. I read it for the articles. Like, uh, oh, there are articles in the internet. They have boobs and articles are on the internet. Yeah. I don't like. No, let's print it out and put it out once a month. And so you can have it in the bathroom. You can take your phone in the bathroom. Oh, there are boobs and articles. Right. Your tablet. Like yeah. what? Nobody I do not. See, I mean, I have amazing cartoons. Like really funny. It's just you know they really are witty and also a little body you know a little a little naughty have, a little has, body have, has anyone ever been on Twitter mm, it's a little body little body <laughs> that was the part that shocked me that Playboy still exists and people still of, of his ilk will like yeah I'll go do an interview like 
Okay. Um, I, you know what? Who reads it? The cast of uh, Douche Rehab. Oh, my <laughs> They're God. All like, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I've been subscribing since I was 18. As soon as I could, I started getting... Uh, so then in, in, the, in the show, they've cut out all the pictures and like... Hey, where are the tits? Where's the tits at? Uh, we just it, want you to read this article it, about Gary Oldman so you can under. Hey, this guy's kind of a jerk. He's a douchebag. Hey, hey, we have a breakthrough. Hey, <laughs> that's the the big denouement of the show. Mm. A bunch of people have been pro poutine on the show. Yes, uh, I once ordered a three pound bag of of cheese curds uh, from Wisconsin, and I, I got it my fryer together and. And I made it, and I had uh, Lance Mountain and Steve over. Do you remember that? I do. That sounds awfully pleasant. Yeah, it was, it was very nice. A couple years ago, it's a once in a while kind of thing. Yeah, and it was it was fun. It was good. Yes, um, the fries and the cheese curds were good. I think the gravy could have been a little better, but I'll, I'm still working on it. Um, so uh, back to the reality show thing. Like people want to feel something oh, genuine. Yes, and so I don't know if you guys listen to This American Life, but they, uh, they never never heard of it. They, this, uh, the Canadians haven't heard of it. There's Canadian this American's life. This, this Canadian life. <laughs> um, Canadians this American life. <laughs> right, it's Can- not this Canadian's life. No, no, it's, it's Canadians, Canadians this American yeah. life. Right. So down there south of us, they have a place called Detroit, and it's real bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to the phones now. <laughs> Hey, it's Bill from Saskatchewan. How do you make good poutine? You can Great s- call, Bill. Thanks for listening. See those crumbling buildings across the uh, the bridge there from Toronto? That's uh, the, that's Detroit. 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 We have the worst Canadian accent. It's full of black people, I've heard. Oh, no. Empty buildings. <laughs> eh? Hey. Uh, they shot American RoboCop there back in the 80s. Now it's Irish. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so, you're, so you're saying in Japan, <laughs> like they have these crazy reality game shows. Oh, they're the best in Japan. They are the, the best, hands down, the best. And so they have people doing crazy things. You can you go on the internet. These great stunt shows where they yes. they get people while they're asleep, and then they <laughs> like they t- take them into uh, you know float them into an icy river, you know, just like let them go. <laughs> um, and then, the, and then they'll wake him up, and this guy's just like, "Oh my god, what's going on?" Ah! Or um, there's one where they just exploded a house while this guy around this guy who's asleep, and so he wakes up, and just like things are just exploding around him. Uh, and it, it is a wonder that people don't die in Japanese game shows. I know. all the time. I'm I know. sure they do. They don't air them. Yeah. So well, that, that's the DVD. Too hot. Too hot for TV. The um, <laughs> sort of Japanese. There was a, a game show that happened in the late '90s called. Uh, Susunu Adenpashonen, and uh, there was a, a, a. It started out this guy named Nasumi or Nasubi, which is Japanese for eggplant. He mm-hmm. was trying to be a stand-up or be a comedian, and so he signed up for the show. And basically, they told him that um, he had to be in this apartment, in this like room, being filmed all the time, and he was had no clothes he was just naked the whole time and he had no food and what they had what he had to do was fill out there's a, a these um s- these sweepstakes were very popular so he had to just sit and like fill out these sweepstake forms and he could only survive by what he could get from the sweepstake forms oh my god and so he um 
So like he's just drinking water. The, the first two weeks, I think they gave him a, a piece of bread a day, and that's all he had to live on. And uh, and so if he won clothes, he could wear them, but he didn't win clothes. But uh, so he's just sitting by himself, no TV, nothing, just with cameras pointed at him, just filling out these forms all day. And he would just sort of sing to himself. And, and this is a Lars von Trier movie? Yeah. Basically. Okay. Because this yeah. is, sounds like I want to kill myself. So like in the first two weeks, they, they, show, they show up with uh, a takeout guy is there with like, you know, ramen and, 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 you know, a bunch of food. And he's really excited. And then the guy's like, that'll be, you know, 2,000 yen. And he's like, oh, I don't have any money. And then he goes, oh, sorry. And just like leaves. <laughs> so he finally wins. Like the, one of the first sweepstakes he wins is a bag of rice. And then, so he's like so excited and he's doing a dance and, you know, really excited. But then he realizes there's no way to cook, cook it. it. Oh, God. And so, because he doesn't have any... So he, he didn't want a stove or no, a rice cooker. No, he didn't want a stove. So then he just like basically sticks it next to this, like has a cup uh, that he had for water and he would put rice in there and water and then sort of stick it near the stove and eventually it would sort of get edible. And so he did this for a year and the goal was to to win uh, a million yen in prizes, which is like $10,000. And it took him a, a year to do that. And then after... Or you could just have a job for a year uh, and eat. Yeah. <laughs> and make $10,000. Right. But so... but he, And they didn't even tell him he was going to be on TV. And so he's like... He starts writing... Like, they said that it, it might be on TV, you know. So he's doing this... Fucking Japanese. And the, the other thing is, he can leave at any time he wants. Like, the, the uh, door yeah. is unlocked. Like he couldn't leave, but he doesn't because he's he says Determined. I made this commitment. Yeah, and uh, it's very Japanese sort of mentality. Yeah. And so he's there, like half starving, going crazy, writing his me- like writing down in a journal. Meanwhile, it's the number one show on TV. But Six- what is there to watch? A naked man writing. Yeah, but you know? they add like funny like commentary. They have you know celebrities watching they have like you know chris hardwick has a show afterwards yeah you're talking about it talking about Um, the guy yeah it's no food walking eggplant is what they call walking eggplant talking eggplant yeah and then um they uh you know they add funny graphics and things like that they they publish his journal it becomes a bestseller he's like 16 million people watch the show which is uh, in a, a country that's what a half our size and like you know that's it, so it's like everyone it, like yeah, everyone in everyone the with a tv is watching this and uh and eventually he wins so then uh they they give him some clothes and they take him out and they take him and they find out they take him to south korea and then in south korea that like he gets a meal and they he thinks he's really happy they take him to the exact same room with all the same possessions in korea and they say Oh, you know, and and give us your clothes, and you can leave when you've won enough money to get a plane ticket back to Japan. Oh my God, that's just bizarre. Yes, and then he he does that. Then they take him to another room, and then he volunteer voluntarily without asking, takes off his clothes, and gives it to the people, and then goes back into this apartment because he doesn't know what what's what's up now. Like he hasn't spoken to anybody in like a year and a half. Like it takes him three months. Like the whole ordeal lasted fifteen months, and then so when he's in Marty, this last did, room, is this your origin story? This is my origin. Story. <laughs> I am eggplant. Uh, then all that four, would be a like, twist. All four walls like fall out, and he's in a TV studio and surrounded by a studio audience, naked, like in what he thinks is his room, 
And, <laughs> and he's just like, why are all these people in my house? You know, he's just gone nuts. Oh my God. Yeah. And so, and now he's just like this D-list uh, celebrity. But that... That's this, good television. The success of that show, like this show went on after him, you know, like other people mm -hmm. did it for, it went on for years. And then they would uh, do other things like they would uh, put two guys in the, the south of, uh, in Johannesburg and uh, South Africa and basically said, you know, you have no money, but you have to get to like Norway. And, wow. and we're going to film you as you do it. So then they have to figure out how to make money. These two Japanese dudes, like and, <laughs> in Africa, in Africa, <laughs> trying to get all the way to Northern Europe. Holy shit! Yeah. Uh, so that is true drama. I think Shia LaBeouf would benefit. From oh my god! Like that. This should be part of Douche Rehab. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Douche yeah. Rehab with Shia LaBeouf. I think we're coming up with a show. I called him LaBeouf. LaBeouf. <laughs> I think I will. From oh now on. yeah, you Shia... are LaBeouf until you earn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> until you get Shia... your shit together. We're calling you LaBeouf. Yeah, Shia LaDouche. No, I'm sure that's been. That's said. a little too easy. Yeah. Too easy. Too easy. Sorry, I apologize. Um, he seems like a nice guy. Yeah, mm -hmm. totally. Mm -hmm. uh, for a, those of you who don't problems. know, he was um, handcuffed and escorted out of a, a show. Cabaret. Cabaret for smoking and being generally disruptive. Groping Alan Cumming. But I mean, you can't really blame him for that because who wouldn't? Mm. Who wouldn't grope Alan Cumming? Yeah, yet it doesn't happen very often, but we all want to. That means we should just be praising everyone else for their restraint. <laughs> um, for... No apparent reason. We've learned that RoboCop um, was shot in Houston, not Detroit. The real one, the good one. Uh, the one yeah, eighty-seven. Uh, and it was um, set in Detroit. I don't know where it, it was, was shot. In, yeah, in Pittsburgh and Dallas, it was shot in Verhoeven. Uh, Verhoeven, yeah, Verhoeven. That, I that's love Verhoeven. Um, the remake sucked. God, it was terrible. It was just boring. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it, it was, had no edge to it. There's nothing. There's nothing about anything. It was interesting because the first one has such a biting humor to it, which cuts through the insane violence. And then for the remake, they went PG-13, which means no violence. No violence, and they went dark, which is this new blockbuster tone. Now, that's not new. I mean. Brooding and where, where's where's a joke somewhere in the thing? Like and trying to be Christopher Nolan. It's all right, right, Christopher right. Nolan. And I yeah. saw Edge of Tomorrow yesterday, which is trying to cut against that. I saw it yesterday too. Really? Were you the man sitting alone crying next to us? <laughs> I had the pot with the hibachi on side, and I had I, a stack of jalapeno peppers on the other. That's, and then yeah, it was. Um, and it, I, I, what I appreciated about it, I also made me dislike it is because it was trying to be cheeky and jokes here and there and light, even though it's the end of the world and Tom Cruise is apparently going to save us yet again. Thank God From some sort of tentacly-like alien. But it's the humor that undercut the, the story for me. And I went, oh, this is, like, who cares? This is just I mean, a joke. I the humor has, I think, humor is great, but it has mm -hmm. to be part of the story or has to be integral, a part of the world. It can't take you out of the world. Sure. This took like, me out. Yeah. This was like... Uh, Can you think of something specific? Um, no, because... When he pulled out the rubber chicken, I just said to myself... Okay, spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry, people. I should have When he had, the, he had the uh, carnation lapel and uh, the character went down to sniff it and he squirted them with water. Yeah. I thought that was a little, <laughs> right, a little, right. little Guys, hacky. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm giving, we're giving him way All too right. much. All right, spoilers. Uh, no, they were just like little one-offs where... And it was like three people in the theater and it just didn't land with anyone. I, I understand it's like, 
opening night, big crowd. Oh, that's pretty funny. And it's, uh, someone starts laughing, so I'll laugh a little bit. But we were all just stoic, just like, boy, this movie is not that good. Mm. Yeah. The whole it, thing was not that good. It was all right. Uh, it, it was, was fine. fine. It was, you know, uh, uh, Emily Blunt, that's her name, right? Emily mm-hmm. Blunt. She's awesome. uh, poor. John Krasinski? Uh, well, no, poor her. John Krasinski's not. I thought she was great. Much. She's she's fantastic. And she's she's very compelling and mm-hmm. uh, uh, and she's funny in interviews. She's um, she seems lovely. She seems lovely. Yeah. Um, but I did notice they went for humor. But Paul Verhoeven is a master filmmaker. Doug Liman. Not as much. Not as much. But it, it and was, also the movie, because I heard Tom Cruise on some podcast, he was like, oh, we're going to land the plane uh, in the middle of... He was on Nerdist, right? Oh, something, yeah. yeah. He, he was going to land a helicopter the in the way, middle of... Tom Cruise on Nerdist, we get Giselle. That's who... That's, uh, yeah. that's, you know what? And, and I'll take Giselle. I, I learned more from Giselle than Tom Cruise. Absolutely, absolutely. What I learned from that interview is... You're welcome. As, Tom as, Cruise as, wakes up to entertain people. He loves his job. He loves making movies. And he said that for an entire hour. And then even Chris Hardwick said... So anything that people would not know about you, like something that you've never told or something, you know, not saying, yeah, I, I sleep with fish or whatever, right. whatever weird <laughs> shit's going on in his house. And he basically said, just, I, I love making movies. I love entertaining people. I wake up and I'm excited to, to entertain people. He just, he, like the talking points. They're good, they're good in six minute blocks on a talk show. But at the hour, I was like, he's said that like 50 times. Right. There's nothing upstairs. Tom well, it's, is just... I think he, he carved t- out and totally he, has drunk his own Kool-Aid. And, and in a, f- a way that really works for him. Like he's relentlessly positive. Like yes. Emily Blunt was talking about that. Like how like they're miserable and cold. And like she was wearing this, you know, 80 pound suit of plastic and metal. And... Um, and uh, you know, she just says to Tom Cruise, like, this sucks. And he goes, well, you know, things could get better. And then she's like, no, it sucks. And then he's like, well, okay. And she's just like, no, it sucks. And then finally he goes, okay, it sucks. <laughs> like, she finally got him to admit, some, to say something that wasn't relentlessly positive. And uh, that was a small victory, I imagine. But uh, the show, the movie was fun. It sort of captures what it's like to play a video game, uh, which... Um, you know, you to play like a, play a, a first person, game. yeah. <laughs> well, right. Um, but then the, the, it was clever in parts, and I I do enjoy watching Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I watched a little bit of the third Transformers movie because it's on it's on the television. How it it I've never seen it before. We watched just a little bit of it. Did you watch the second one? Uh, I don't know. They're all the so you were probably totally lost. It was it, they're all the freaking same. Yeah. I, I couldn't tell one from the other. It was so bad. We were like 15 minutes in and already there were at least several plot points that were just, you know, like you suspend your disbelief because you go, oh, this is supposed to appeal to my, you know, 14-year-old self that likes big robots. And it's like, I think my 14-year-old self would be calling bullshit on this, yeah. you know? Uh, I'm not. Well, you think about Star Wars, which I, I do often. I saw as a little, small person. Mm-hmm. I knew nothing. And then you, when you're older, you realize, oh, it's some sort of Buddhist philosophy that things bind us. There's, there's some grandiose thought in there, but it's really a farmer going after a princess and fighting the the bad bad guy and going down the trench on the horses. <laughs> you're you're Mario trying to save. Yeah, I mean, it's a very simple story, from... but then when you think about it as an adult, you're like, oh, there's some some heavy concepts here. 
And then you watch the Transformers, you realize, oh, it's a coked up commercial director who Doing just goes, you know what's funny? Commercial. And then, yeah. you know, which I think was the problem with Edge of Tomorrow. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. I've already forgotten. I think um, Tom Cruise is such a personality. He directs his movies. Yeah. And Doug Lyman is like, oh, okay, we're going to land a helicopter in the middle of London, at whatever, like on, on Big Ben or something ridiculous. And he just, Tom Cruise goes, we're going to do it. I'm going to make some phone calls. And they did it. And it's pointless. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, why are they doing this? Why didn't they? But he loves making movies. I love why. getting up and making movies, entertaining people. Canadian Tom Cruise. <laughs> Maybe, is he Canadian? No, he's no, from New he's, Jersey. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, but the movie that people should see out. Snow, Snow Piercer. Is it good? It's. Oh, is that in wide release? It, it's in release. I don't know how wide it is, but. Hmm. Uh, this is the the Bong Joon Ho movie, the train, right? Train based on this uh, yeah. French graphic novel, starring Chris Evans, who's very good. And it has it's like it's basically you know in a nutshell, the, all of civilization lives on a train, and there the there's a revolt going on, and it starts from the back of the train and working forward. It's um, and have you seen it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you have. Yeah, it's and it, it you know that did you guys see Old Boy? No. Of course. Yeah. Not the Spike Lee one. Right. I've seen that one too. Ugh. I've seen the hallway fight. So yeah, Chanwick Park directed this great hallway fight. Oh yeah, that it's great. Now imagine <laughs> a two and a half hour movie or two hour whatever, ten minute movie of that train of that fight going through an entire train. That's what the movie is. It's not one shot, is it? Uh no, 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 no. But it is uh it's great. Um you've got um Tilda Swinton is fantastic oh, in it. Uh, John Hurt is great in it. Uh, Chris Evans is great, and um, Olivia S- Octavia Spencer. And who's the Korean actor? Um, I forget the guy's name, but he's awesome. racist. <laughs> I just don't. I just he's like that guy. He's like in Chan Pak Moon. Sure, I don't know. <laughs> just put Moon in there. You have a fifty-fifty yeah, chance. Put Park and Moon. Park and Moon. You're yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, w- Wooly Oak. That's a restaurant. I know, but you don't is. know. No, I, I know you know what it is, but. Hanji Park. Uh, it's another restaurant. <laughs> Fenway Park. No, Hanji, Hanji Park. I'm saying Fenway. Oh, Fenway Park? Yeah. That's the Boston Korean place. It's going to take a few minutes for me to come up with a Korean Boston accent, but I will nail it. All right. It's going to sound Irish. It's, gonna, it's, just, <laughs> it's just the Canadian accent I'm doing the whole but time. But everyone should see that movie just because... It's not a perfect movie, like the ending... Um, well, I know. I mean, the ending is—it's good. Oh, Which it where did you Snow, Snowpiercer? Where did you see it at the Sundance Theater? I I, I don't know where it's playing. It's in two theaters in all of L.A. Oh, is that? It's is in the it, Korean no. theater. So you downloaded a cam of it? No, I did not download a cam. <laughs> okay. of Okay. So which theater did you see it in? The, the Korean one. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think I got you, buddy. I think no, you, no, I did not download a cam of it. So you got a screener of it. It's it's great though. Everyone, if you get a chance to see it, it's uh, it's totally intense and um, and it has a good balance of comedy and like Tilda Swinton's very funny in it. But the guy that did the host, the host, which was a perfect balance of of horror, monster horror, and comedy. Yeah, you saw the host. Oh, the host is lovely. Yes, (laughs) lovely. Yeah, it's a lovely. It's the same sort of um, yeah, the blend of of weird and and why are Koreans better than us than making movies? I. you know, that's a really good question. I think. <laughs> What's the answer? I don't want to have a good question. I want to have a good answer. But no, I'm, I'm, I'm stalling for time. I think that they have a, a sense of, they take themselves less seriously. I think that there's, 
there's they embrace the melodrama a little more maybe mm. there's also a, a just asian directors in general are better than us but i think it's because they they're closely connected to their culture and we are just uh, don't group, have a culture don't have a culture because <laughs> right. so th- thus we have michael bay who you know where michael bay's from i don't know he's a uh, white guy from from glendale i believe is he yeah. well that's anyone from la is yeah Pretty much uh, needs to be on douche rehab. <laughs> um, He's from Glendale. I, oh, I there's the so. problem right there. Yeah. I remember uh, my sister was uh, going to the same hairdresser as his mom at one point. Oh God! Uh, but this is before he pre Transformers. Um, he really is awful. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't mean to kick a man when he's down the the what, rotten what? tomatoes he's he's i'm so shocked that he's at 14 percent with it's the fourth the one number one movie of the year the yes well yeah it's God. uh if you go i'm just gonna say this if you go to see transformers movies you're part of the problem yeah but that's why you should see snowpiercer it also has a theme in it a, a greater theme because you it, the obvious thing is it's like totalitarian regime it's like north korea and um and about how you manipulate people. And, and uh, yeah, so it's It's great. actually about something? A film about something? What I don't understand... About something, yes. And I spent a weekend in a cottage with a William Morris agent who had helped put together the Transformers. She, she, she represented uh, uh, Hasbro or whatever, Mattel, whoever does the fucking dolls or whatever mm-hmm. they are. Um, and she was the one to put together... Steven Spielberg with them. And I'm like, what is Steven Spielberg sullying his good name? I mean, times must be tough if the guy that made Jaws and Jurassic Park and is the most famous director of all time has to be, and and she was, I'm not going to kiss and tell, but the stories of like getting him to go like, "Ah, fucking robots with Michael Bay. Yeah, Yeah, but if you put it there, then you'll get, they'll be happy. And And you can make probably, you know, from this franchise, maybe 30, 40 million dollars. And I think because we have no sense of culture and people just get out of uh, Harvard MBA, you know, program and go to LA and they're like, yeah, I'll put Michael Bay, Steven Spielberg will make Hasbro comfortable and then they'll just make a a robot movie. We'll make an ad for the movie. We'll make an ad for the future sequels and we'll also make an ad for the product and it'll just it, it revenue streams coming in from every direction yeah. and and I, I'm not a I'm not a communist like you like I'm not opposed to making money but this we're, we're not making widgets like there's something there's art yeah uh, Will Wilkins said I'm waiting for the day when Marty comes on and says you have to see this amazing movie called The Commode starring um, I don't know what that's a reference to but there is a movie called Stalled and it's about a guy it basically takes place in a, a bathroom during a zombie outbreak, and it's just about a guy trying to get out of the bathroom. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, and if, in terms of, like, it's not the best, it's super low budget. But, really shocking. But I think it would be a high-budget movie. I love that the, like... Premise. It, it got a... Um, yeah, and if you have one location, like, what a way to exploit it, you know? Yeah. So, um, if, I think that's streaming on Netflix. So... The well, commode. I'm coming on and saying you have to see this amazing, well, not really amazing movie called uh, The Outhouse. Or no, I'm sorry, Stalled. Flushed? Fl- it's called, oh, yeah. what is it There's called? There's an show called. It's called Stalled? Stalled. Stalled, yeah. okay. Um, yeah, oh, so Darren said, pre-Transformers Michael Bay is post-Bad Boys 2 Michael Bay when he was just super shy. Oh, should he, should he go to douche rehab? I think he's the patron saint. 
Or, or no, there, there's like, there's a meter. Like, where the, are you? Are you like... The douchometer? Uh, the douchometer. And like, you're redlining. You're like, you're Michael Bang. You're, you're bang pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine he must be super shy after, after that Samsung demonstration that he did where he walked off stage. Oh I want to make a short film about that and someone should just go do it. So, or and Panasonic I just put, put my name on it. I want, because when you go do those, you know, speaking events, uh, corporate so things like that. He did that. this big corporate event where he was showing off this new Like the head of HD. Samsung was there and Michael Bay is going to come out and so he, he comes, comes out. out. Oh, okay, go ahead. And well, and the teleprompter no, didn't. at the same time. That was yeah, great. Okay. In stereo. Okay. The teleprompter so, and didn't work. And, and then he started, started reading, reading it. And, and, and he, he got, got really confused. And, and he, he just said, um, I'm put your 3D glasses on yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the teleprompter worked. And his, uh, I guess, you know, six years of the Groundlings, you'd think Michael Bay would be able to improv a little. But he just went, I'm sorry. And we overlapped for three of those years. He was terrible. We walked, yeah, he only got to B Company. He only did Sunday nights. But... Um, I wanted to do a short because a, a lot of those corporate events, the Lance Mountain works at them, they'll have an earpiece. They'll have an earwig, which is a little thing in your ear, and someone backstage will be feeding lines to the person. Um, when you're watching the, the the red carpet, whatever, and the host who's talking to people, he's got someone in his ear, someone going, no, 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 here comes... Like it's, so I wanted to make a short about me being Michael Bay's guy behind the scenes who feeds him lines. Oh and it's, and this, so you cut to him, and then it's just me going, um... Or, uh, like, oh, he just says, like when Andy Dick did the uh, Bush, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he did that for Bush, yeah, yeah. it just me going, you're doing great, Mike. Now say this, I, um, or and then just cut to him. Now run, now run, Michael, now, run and flee the stage. <laughs> great job. <laughs> Somebody make okay. that. Yeah, empty any, you know, vacate your stare. Just like, just look, look <laughs> yeah. like yeah. you have nothing going on upstairs. Thousand yard stare, thousand yard stare. Let's go, Mike. Let's go. You, you got this. You got this. Like when you directed Bad Boys 2. Uh, yeah, he's not a public speaker. No. But he's but also not a director. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> he, he... No, he's not a... Well, did you see Pain and Gain? No. It's, it's a... It's, I, I just can't... I can't... It's it, shockingly... Like, some people love that movie. It's the movie oh, with Marky man. Mark and you know what? The Rock. Some people love... Right, right into douche rehab. Yeah. Where where do where do you fly? Where do you land? Where do you land on Entourage? Great show or greatest show? Oh, greatest! You're Michael Bay. I, he's he and Bruckheimer are part of this '80s hangover that I just couldn't. It's just not for me. But it's macho, over the top, homophobic. Which is why I, RoboCop and uh, the what's the uh, the Bugs movie? You know, in terms of macho, over the top. Um, Bugs movie. You know, Verhoeven. Um, oh, oh Bat- Starship Starship Troopers. Yeah, are so great because they are making fun of that in yes. a certain way. Um, but also being that movie, which I thought was genius because yeah. half the audience gets it and the other half is like, fucking yeah, yeah. bugs. And yeah. I really think... Squish them. I'm, like, yeah, I'm like, pretty sure that Denise Richards and uh, Casper Van Dien... Were, they weren't in on it? They were not in on it. I, I don't know. think they're in on anything. No. I don't think they're... <laughs> Good for them. They're like the precogs. They're just floating in a briny bath. Wake them up. We got to shoot. And but just... Snowpiercer is on that level of, of violence. And w- do You guys saw The Raid, Redemption. Yes. Right? Did you see it? The Raid. It's an Indonesian film. No. And it is incredibly... It's awesome. It's... it's if you guys haven't seen it, it's well. The Raid Two just came out, yes. which is more apparently more awesome. Yeah, I'm uh, more people getting knives to the face and the head and, in, in, in any other movie I've ever so seen. So it's not like when they stab somebody with a knife, they stab them either multiple times or they'll stab and pull. Like, oh my god, no, I'm not watching that. It yeah. sounds awful. Oh my god, it's it's great. Is, it's not. Is it zombies or is it? 
It might as well be. No, it's just Indonesians. Okay. Indi- yeah. Zom- yeah. Zombies. A little higher than zombies, yeah. but high-functioning zombies. Yeah. It's basically... Sorry to our Indonesian fan. Oh, yes. We're, we're sorry. I can't even think of an Indonesian name. Um, Tran. Trent. <laughs> Trent. <laughs> um, Bobby. <laughs> Trenty. Um, did you see Dread? No, the new Judge Dread. Yeah. No. Oh, uh, it's not bad, but it's better than the original. It's better than the original. I am the... It's the uh, exact. No, no. One, one more time. You need to say, "I am." Take a breath. The, the law. law. All right, and action. And no, 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 Ar- Arnold. I called you Arnold. I keep doing that. <laughs> Sly. I am the law. I got it. Keep rolling. No, 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 no. You just, I am. We'll get. Well, you know what? We'll cut it together. Give me pieces. I am. I no. I. I uh, am. Uh, am. The law. Uh. <laughs> I'm. Uh. Hey, get Rob Schneider in here. Have him chew the scenery. Do something funny, little fucking funny guy. Let's go. Oh, that movie sucked. Uh, Danny Cannon. Who? Danny Cannon uh, directed it. Oh, there you go. And he's directing the. He directed the pilot for Gotham. Oh, yeah. I heard that's very good. Yes, yes. Mm. I've heard nothing but good things about that. I'm very low. excited about that. Uh, <laughs> I'm low. Oh, I'm by low. the way, I I'm just low. want to give a shout out to Reading Rainbow. <laughs> I'm low. Reading ba- Rainbow is uh, has one of the biggest kickstarters of all time. I'm low. <laughs> Um, Stallone, I believe, is the poster child for Reading Rainbow. Oh, Good night, Moon. I am low. <laughs> <laughs> my broken rib is about to split in two. Uh, let's uh, smoke it, right? Put a little dry rub on it. Uh, to eat a piece, a piece of Marty would be... I did some pulled pork last week. With... I don't want to hear about your personal life. <laughs> it was, it was, no, I made it for a friend. It was delicious. Um so Seth MacFarlane is matching the last million, five million, the last million of the five million dollars they're raising. Wow! Yeah. Which is so that they'll have six million dollars, and if you want to give, it's the last um, basically twenty hours. Take a look; it's in a book. It's reading Rainbow. Can we get the Great Space Coaster to come back? That can be. I have nothing to do with the show, but I just like to start an Indiegogo. I don't even it. know what that is. You don't know the Great Space Coaster? I know I Zoom. Know. No, it was one of those PBS shows, and they were traveling through space and reading books and learning. Oh, nice. It was. That sounds great. Did you watch Reading Rainbow? Oh God, yes. What happened on the show? Like this is I, this is pre my or post my time. They would read a book. Get Take out. Take a look. It's in a. Bo- it's yeah. They would. Uh, he would come on and introduce a book, and then he would read it, and you'd look. You'd see the pictures. Uh, They'd make pictures. I think. God, it's been a while. <laughs> And would they have the words so that kids would? LeVar Burton would, uh, I think so. I, th- I can't remember because I like, yeah, I, th- I can't remember the age that was targeted for reading Rainbow. But um, yeah, I definitely watched it. I was always looking forward to reading Rainbow Days. It was like every Friday we would watch reading Rainbow. Um, well, I love that it's coming back. I love that uh, Seth MacFarlane. I mean, what? It comes on right after Douche Rehab. Yeah. On PBS. Uh, it's the, the one two punch on, <laughs> on the Yahoo network. Go down and come up. Yeah. Um, by the way, kudos to Yahoo for producing the sixth, sixth season of Community. Oh, yeah. They just, uh, at the last second, they signed, uh, they signed on. To produce the the final, well, I'm assuming it'll be the final season. Is network television dead? Uh, well, I, 
I just imagine like being like Alison Brie, you know, you're a breakout star and but you're signed to this contract. So you're like, okay, I just they they got me on for another season on Yahoo. So like 10,000 people are going to watch the show. And but but here's the thing. I I met I've been meeting more and more internet stars who like want to do movies, want to do television. Name one. Uh, I don't know their name. Some guys who do, they have like 80 million followers and they, they make a living off of uh, their pranks and sketches. I, 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 they're in Florida. I don't know. Those guys. Right. And they all want to be on television and they all want to be in movies. And I, I keep thinking, what do you need this? You, you want to be on Two and a Half Men as, a, as the neighbor for a, a three episode arc? Like why is TV and movies uh, so coveted when... They do whatever they want to do. There are no mustached women sure. giving them notes. But it's it's, and mustached culture. women are also mustached men. But like, there's no network. Well, no, actually, they're usually gay. It's gay guys or mustached women, mostly in comedy, TV execs. Hmm. They're giving you bad notes. It's going through an 85-year-old dude who wrote on MASH, who's the showrunner, who his sense of humor has left him along with his hair. It's like, where's the laugh track? Where's the boobs? We need some, we need some zazz at this page two. It's just like... You're doing what you want to do, whatever the fuck that is. Why would you want to get involved with this cryptic ancient machinery right. that just takes beautiful things like Tom, a young Tom Cruise, so full of life, and turns him into this monster that he is today? Like, why would you? And they, they still, I want to be on TV. My mom's like, I don't get the YouTube. It's, well, it's like we're is, in this hangover generation where... But somebody is footing the bill for you, which is always a good thing. Like There's a more money. There, yeah, there's more money. I and, don't know how much more money. They do pretty well with these YouTube pages. Yeah, but, but there's also a guarantee. There's, you know, there's contracts. And there's also a sense of legitimacy. Like, mm-hmm. what's that, the, the Amy Poehler? But I don't know what the legitimacy is. I'm on TV. But somebody's who, paying Who me. watches TV? You know what? Their parents do. So. I know. It, it is. It's like, my mom wants to see me up on a billboard. Yeah, and sure. They all want to be Louie, but you're not going to be Louie. You're going to be on a crappy ABC sitcom. On uh, Comedy Central about the two girls that Amy Poehler produced? A Broad uh, City. Broad City. It's great. Is it? Yeah, really good. And that started out as a web show. Yeah. And they, got, they, it, they have more viewers now. I guess. Yeah. But some of these people Kudos are. Kudos to them. But that was incubated within Comedy Central. Like, they do digital stuff and then like some of these people are huge stars like they they make a living doing also stuff like uh i don't how does that translate to television like a drag queen dresses up and harasses people at uh what is it that wasn't a drag queen it was like they would go to the tonight show and they would harass people in line and they have gazillions of viewers but i i just i don't understand well then then you're going to end up doing a talk show and it's not going to work. I mean, I just I don't know. It's cuz I've been through it. the the, the machinery know, and I, I get it though. And nothing would make me happier than just getting paid to just run my mouth like I'm doing now and that's basically what they're Except doing. They're not getting paid. Yeah. Well, uh, that's that's your that's on you. I lied to you. Yeah, when is um, the, when are those checks coming in? I I gave the 1099 so, to the girl at the front. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You need to copy my ID? It's coming. Coming. Where's we're just, my Indiegogo we're waiting for money? That revenue, that that advertising revenue. This episode brought to you by Douche Rehab on VH2. Douche Rehab, Reading Rainbow, the Yahoo One Two Punch. Um, I guess because they're young. I, I met some guy who, but he, he made a video for the Virgin Airlines safety uh, shit. Put your seatbelt on. If 
cabin pressure. He choreographed this amazing song that he wrote and then performed. It has 10 million views on YouTube. A a video that tells you to buckle your seatbelt. And we all have been on planes. I just stare at my knees. I don't don't care. People watch this. And now this guy's going to have a pilot somewhere at some network. And I'm just asking him, like, what do you... Because somebody... Somebody he had a smart answer because he said, well, it'll just drive people back to my YouTube page, which, which is where I make my money. Mm. It's a lost leader almost, which I, I, I sort of get now. Like, yeah, I guess a comic does a sitcom. They make pretty good money, but they make the real money going on tour and doing corporate events. Mm-hmm. You hear that? Does somebody, does somebody hear Oh, this is the dude. Virgin America safety video. Yeah, it's really well done. All right, I can't put too much of this song on, or else they'll they'll, they'll uh, sue us. They'll sue us for all yeah. our money. But so that <laughs> see that you look at this video, it's just guys with uh, just like stackable chairs, and you know, there's no. It didn't cost them much to make this. Yes, like, it's just on a, a blank stage. But, but Virgin uses it now. They play it when you get on their plane. Right. So, but this guy made this for very little money. You know, looks like a few thousand dollars, and then now he gets a deal out of it. Luckily, so. if he breaks in, he could be in Transformers Five and get yelled at <laughs> by a coked up Michael Bay right. <laughs> on the set somewhere in Johannesburg. So, um, you know, it's a stepping stone for him. Like Darren says, it's the difference between self-publishing and having HarperCollins publish or community yeah. theater and Broadway. There's money, there's legitimacy, there's stability behind it. Like there's multi-million dollar corporation supporting you. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a lot more work to Exploiting sell. you, not supporting sure. you. Sure. They're, they're not, they... By the way, Logan Jubilee said that uh, he, he thinks that uh, Magic School Bus is coming back. Oh, that's another one. Um, I don't know that one. Blue's Clues? And Jenny Marie says, love Broad City. Everyone should check that out. By the way, if there are web series that you should, you think that we should watch or other people should watch, let us know. Just tweet in at Nooner Dan Marty. Uh, and somewhere there was top of the hour, whatever. But, um, you know, I, I supported uh, Freddie Wong's um, video game high school. Mm-hmm. Did you see it? Yeah. I didn't care for it. No. It's not, I don't think the writing was very good, but no. I like the, I like the idea of it. I just wish it were funnier. Uh, and I think that his, as a, a producer of stuff, I love that he's doing it. I just mm-hmm. wish it were better. Yeah. Um, and also like for every, uh, Freddie Wong, there's like how many million people who videos never my, get my seen. My favorite is like when people will do, uh, like, What's uh, what was the um, in Step Brothers? They they're singing in the song. They sing a song in the minivan together. The family is uh, Adam Scott is leading. Uh, anyhow, but like it's they're singing. I think Journey or something. I don't know. Somebody will tweet in. But um, and you go online and then people are like they post their own version of it and it'll say like Step Brothers parody yeah. and it's the exact same song. They're just lips and they're not even singing it. They're lip syncing it mm-hmm. and. And like, okay, if you're doing that, that's not a parody. You're not mm-hmm. adding to the content of what the what was done in, in Step Brothers. Like, you're just mimicking it, you know, yeah. and putting your faces in there. And there's so I agree. Like, it has to be clever. But that's the, that's the I, I think. But not even clever. Like, it has to be clever and really fucking lucky. Yeah, well, yeah, but yeah, I mean, YouTube is a, a weird thing. It's weird that Smosh became really huge. Like, 
I don't get it. It's not that funny What's to me. What's Smosh? Smosh is a sketch comedy group. Mm. Oh, most of the the uh, war horses of of YouTube, the things that are incredibly popular, I just don't get. Like, I just that's what's that guy Johnny No Shirt Johnny Sleeveless? He just cuts the sleeves off his shirts, and like he's got eighty million yeah. <laughs> views a month. And I'm like, I I, I guess because people are so bored by horrible television and terrible michael bay movies at their desk you know well that's the other thing yeah it is you're already at your computer you're already sitting there it takes two minutes of two minutes of your life to watch rather than when is uh douche rehab on is vh1 or is it mtv i can't remember i'm gonna put my pants and get over the downstairs my dad's there and he's watching what comes on after dude he's watching reading rainbow (laughs) it's getting weird i don't know i just it just by by the fact that the world now is inundated with podcasts. Like we used to listen to radio and it was corporate and you couldn't say certain things and you were beholden to advertisers. So the content was controlled and now it's free. And I, I like, Oh yeah, there's still radio. I, it's Thank you, just, Jenny Marie, by the way, for what it was sweet child of mine. That's what they were saying. Oh, oh. and it, and just go on YouTube and they're like, and do uh, stepbrothers parody. And there'll be like literally a thousand videos, but of, don't actually watch them. Cause you don't want to give no. them clicks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and by the way, uh, nobody has sent in, uh, tweeted in a an idea or a a, a web series that they watch. Like, because nobody watches web series. But yet they do, though, which is weird, right? I don't know. Like, as an actor, every day you get notifications about somebody making a web series. Like, I swear to God, there are at least 150 web series going into production every day in California. And it's like, I have not heard of a single bloody one of them like going anywhere or doing anything. Are you guys watching anything on TV these days? Like uh, big summer series are starting up. I, I decided I'm giving up on Suits. It's a good show, but <laughs> but I just there's just too much. For me I think to do. Suits gave up on Suits. And uh, Under the Dome started up again last oh, night. What a great concept and fucking horrible execution. Yeah, yeah it's mm. sorry, god awful. Uh, I get so break. bored by television. It just doesn't so seem like it's not like it's very good. Like, I can't get into it. Yeah. Um, I started Fargo. Oh, how, is, how is that? One it was a little rough at the beginning, but it 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 found its I'm, footing. That's that's what I'm going to watch. I'm going to yeah. binge watch that. And I've then, been binge watching binge watching House of Games. Um, Kevin House Spacey's of, in a cards. I I'm, I don't Remember know. We sang a theme song for that earlier. Uh, yeah. yeah, but House of Games is the Mammoth movie. Yeah. I don't know why I admit because I because they both have cards in them. Games and cards. Yeah. Well, games can have. We were playing jacks. That we know. Yeah. House um, of Jacks. Kevin Spacey is uh, is in a play. And I guess no one has told him. No, you're on a show here. He's he is. I am. I am. I, am, I do declare. Space. I will. Blah, blah, blah. He's, he's doing like foghorn leghorn. He's talking to the camera, which is the audience. Like he. I say. I, I, say. I would not be shocked if there were blackouts in it. Like it is, and everyone else is on a show, and it's a, it's a really good show, and it's an interesting acting uh, choice. Uh, but Mr. Spacey, you're not literally supposed to eat the scenery. Yes. No, 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 no. Please put that down. We have a microphone. Around your necktie, we can hear you. You don't need to project to the back of the, you know, the theater. Oh, how funny! It's it's uh, but it's it's good. It's uh, watchable. Um, Tyson does like Smosh. I, I suppose I should maybe should watch it more, but I just didn't get it. Um, the uh, I watched um, the uh, the Returned that French yeah zombie show. You, you mentioned it oh, last I mentioned time it last week. All right, you remember something from last week? That's amazing. No, I just say that to everything. Oh. We can just move on. No, you're like. I, I don't remember talking about that. That's usually what you say. Um, There's nothing on in the summer, right? Isn't that suits. Suits is always on. Uh, so you think you can dance? 
you know, there's don't, so much. I don't, I don't care about any of these things. Um, oh, I watched The Leftovers. Oh, yeah. Oh, how was that? that? The D- Damon Lindelof. Tom Parada? Uh-huh. Uh, well, those are two names at the opposite ends of the spectrum. Tom Parada wrote Little Children and Election, which then became two excellent movies. Uh, Damon Lindoff did Lost and Prometheus. Um, I watched Lost all the way through and I still, from time to time, will just be in my car and I'll go, God damn it, that fucking ending sucked. I just, out of nowhere. (laughs) Sorry about that. I I backed off the mic. Uh. Everyone's okay. It just sucked. And I know like the super fans are like, no, it's pretty good. It was all time. No. It, it, they did not tie it all up. It was, yeah. It was a bunch of guys going. Wouldn't it be cool if they're on an island and there's a polar bear and they don't. And that's why I don't want to watch this show because I don't want to get dicked over again. I've been. Dicked but over so that's too where I'm times. scared. But Tom Parada, Parada, am I pronouncing it correctly? Parada, Parada, good. Damon Lindoff, bad. Um, and then right in the middle is uh, who's the director? The guy from Friday Night Lights, the actor. He directed um, the movie Friday Night Lights, but yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, he was uh, in the Last Seduction. Peter, Peter Berg. Berg. In the middle, not not so sure. Yeah, I don't like his movies very much as a director. N- not really. So I was like, Ugh. and uh, the main guy, which is um, Jennifer Anderson's boyfriend, Justin Through Throx, who can be good. Um, but I, I I will watch a couple more. It's right. it's intriguing. I'll I'll wait if everybody's really mad after the first season, then I I will fuck it. And, and, but I love what I love about Fargo is that it, it's a self it's like true detective it's self-contained yeah and it, it's over like the return I was uh, the ending was a little mystifying and it's over already the return or Fargo oh Fargo, Fargo I'm Fargo, so confused Fargo is over yeah both of the shows are over but uh, you know they might have a, a second season I do they of Fargo yeah I do know if they're gonna have a I don't know but I, I like that it's just one story and it ends and so then what's the next season gonna be I don't know they is it going to be about, is the story about Fargo? It is, yeah. The place. The pl- and place, so they're following different stories in that city. Right. Okay. And it's not the same characters as uh, okay. as in the, the I movie. like that trend. I think that's good. Yeah. I think American television has suffered far too long from dragging things out. Like it, Lost. And they shot yeah. it in North Dakota, I believe, uh, or no, in Minnesota. I forget where they shot it, but uh, in the middle of winter and... So they were doing. If you look on YouTube, there's a, a, report, a local reporter, like they're filming across the street, and he's talking about it. And then a guy walks by, and uh, he starts um, interviewing him, saying, "You know, what do you think of this?" And he's like, "Well, you know, I'm, I work on the show. I'm an actor on it." And he's like, "Oh, what's it like? Can you give us one of your lines?" And it's uh, like, "Well, I'm, no, I'm, I'm." And like he's very polite, and then he goes off, and he's like, "I'm going to go have lunch now." And it was it was Bob Odenkirk, which is so funny. Like this reporter had no idea he was. Yeah. Uh, That's adorable. Yeah, it's it's very cute, and yeah, uh, very quickly. Um, Darren watches Cinema Sins on YouTube, uh, and then uh, Great Red Shift says Gentleman's Rant um, for web series, uh, but. There hasn't been a new episode in ages. Will Wickens says um, his next series will be just kick my nuts. Um, <laughs> and um, Logan Jubilee watches Deadbeat on Hulu. Um, that's a web series, I suppose. And the Fine Brothers um, have a sh- 
show called Kids React. Um, yeah, I guess to be fair, things like Orange is the New Black History. is a web series, isn't it? Yeah, yeah but I it's, guess. It's well done. Yeah. But to your point, or to not to your point, who was watching Community on NBC to begin with? Nobody. Me? A lot you, of people in Los Angeles. Me and Jenny Marie. A lot of people in Los Angeles, a lot of people in New York. No one in, uh, where you say? Minnesota? Yeah. Or North Dakota? So what does it matter that it's on YouTube? I mean, the same, I think the same people are just going to watch it on a different platform. Sure. You're not on the prestigious fourth place NBC. Yeah. <laughs> like, who cares? Like, there, it's weird. Like, there are shows on Yahoo. Coming up, undateable. You want to see a promo for the next show that you're not going to watch after uh, Community? Oh, man. I watched one episode of Undateable. I was, un- it was under duress. I, that might have been what has really scared me away from television is keep dropping in on shows like that. Uh, easy. My friend writes on it. Really? No, he does. But <laughs> I'm just like, eh. It's a job. It's a job. It's a living. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mid-season comedies on networks are often. But I do like that Ron Funches. I think he's very He's funny. great. Um, he, go watch him on uh, at midnight. He's very very funny. Um, stand up. His stand up is he is the lead? Too. He's no, the black guy, the big black guy. Okay. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Uh, the lead, I I don't find funny. Um, now, are you familiar with the Tommy Westfall universe? By the way, nope. Have you heard that that term? No. Okay. So the end of um, saying elsewhere. Do you did you guys watch that show? You're nope. familiar with it. So is it yes? It was a, a hospital drama. Oh, I thought you said St. Elmo's Fire. No. So Rob Lowe plays the sax. Right. <laughs> so Demi Moore doesn't kill herself. So in the series finale of St. Elsewhere. Uh, a show about a Boston hospital that went on for years and years. Yes. Gave us Howie Mandel and Denzel Washington. Okay. I, I actually never saw an episode, but the, the final. I was a kid and I was in Boston and I was like, ooh, they're referencing stuff that a I fake see. hospital. It's, it's called St. Something. I don't know what it was called. They called it St. Elsewhere. Uh, But in the final episode, it turns out that this whole show takes place in uh, a snow globe. And it's being held by Chad Allen, a young Chad Allen, who's this autistic child. So basically, the, the idea being that the entire show just took place in the mind of an autistic child. And... That's almost as bad as I dreamed the whole thing. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like wakes up next to Suzanne Plachet. Yeah, Chad Allen New- wakes up next to <laughs> Suzanne Plachet, and he goes, uh, and she goes, uh, and then that's the, that's the end. And why can't shows just end? Why do they have to have some twist, especially a show like that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. But the the point being is that there were crossovers in uh, that show, like where. Um, uh, uh, What's his name? Junior, um, the blonde guy, Ed Begley Jr. And, yes. and somebody showed up on like uh, another TV show. Uh, so all TV is really just in the mind of, of a right. autistic child. So basically, like, oh, wait, should... are we all in the mind of an autistic child? So, and this is all just... so like people have mapped this out. So like, saying elsewhere, they showed up on the, uh, Alfred Woodard and, and Ed Begley Jr. were on, on Homicide: Life on the Street. Homicide had their crossovers which extended to X-Files and Law and Order and you know that goes on and on and on like so basically um, they've extrapolated that therefore all those shows took place in the mind of of Tommy Westfall this autistic child I like it it's really cool yeah, I think that's that's where the internet is very interesting and then news radio paid homage to it and um, and 30 Rock did a th- scene like all these shows, comedy shows have made reference to the Tommy Westfall universe. So, um, anyhow, it's very interesting. I, I thought of it because 
I the thing about I do with Netflix is I just put it on as background, and so I put on Scream Three, and Jane Silent Bob have a, an appearance in that. Um, yes, and so then and it made me think. I wonder if Scream the Scream series is in the Tommy Westfall universe, and I suppose I could look up on the internet and find out, but. But you didn't. I didn't. You're welcome. You're welcome, everybody. That's why you listen to this show. Zero research. I thought you were going to have some amazing uh, data for us. Just nothing? Nope. Got oh, nothing. All right. Okay. Um, aw. Um, well, Wilkins just made a reference to a web, a web series. If you do two videos on the, of the same character, it's a web series, right? I guess. I don't know. Yeah. What's, what defines a web series? That, that where there's something on the... On the web that has more than one, series, one okay. episode. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I did the short round videos. Um, I suppose I should get uh, here. Vamp for a moment, please. Vamp, 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 vamp. So there's a guy in my neighborhood uh, who's mentally ill. It's crazy. This guy, and I know exactly <laughs> who you're talking about, and you have no idea why I know who you're talking about. He's mentally ill. He broke the windows of this woman's house with a brick and then broke the windows of a car uh, there's an airbnb thing like these people were visiting he broke out all their windows and then he proceeded so then that woman moved out and then he's proceeded to leave like flowers for her anyhow go on what well, are you talking about i'm talking about the mentally ill person who lives on your street you know this guy i i this happened yes okay go on well the, no, there's a there's a a large italian man living at the end of my street, who is, I guess, on office meds or something like that. Yes. I've nicknamed him Bobby Cappuccino. He, um, he sits out there and smokes. He smokes. He, he says, hi, like he's yelling at you, yeah. but whatever. He's, um, we've been driving, and he just jumps out in front of the car. We almost hit him. Um, he's now taken to driving. We live up in the hills. He just drives up and down the street as fast as he can, honking the horn. Yeah. Um, and Lance Mountain talked with our mailman, who I guess is really like on the ground, intel on what's going on in your neighborhood and it's kind he of he lives with his dad right i think so yeah. yeah um found out he's um not italian he's armenian so i re-nicknamed him uh bobby lamashin bobby lamashin lamashin you know what a lamashin is no i don't i neither did lance mountain i guess no one knows um armenian cooking like i do lamashin is like a flatbread with lamb and spices on it it's their pizza okay there's no cheese yeah really no no lamashin no no um, I mean, and, I've had it. And then we, you're talking about. we went for a walk last night, and he was not in his Mercedes. He was in a pickup truck, parked up the hill, not near his house, lights off, just honking. Yeah. And I'm worried you're going to become this guy. <laughs> That's no, when, like, but the crazy Marty's, thing Marty's is, at that cusp of, like, an, you I could be the crazy somebody guy. somebody who lives on your street who is, whose house is on the market right now. Yeah. Uh, and she's... Um, because this happened to her where this Bobby Lamashin like broke the windows. <laughs> it's a really good name too. I've broke seen. the windows of her house. Uh, yeah, so, he's so he's dangerous. Like he's and he, and he has a gun, by the way. Oh, wonderful. Yes, yes. Um, but it it it. I I don't know what to do. I don't know who to call. I don't know. I just when you hear the shooting, just duck and roll to, to this my friend who's who is moving out of the, your neighborhood. Like I may be because too because of Bobby Lamashin. But it's also it's like. LA is such a piece of shit city. There's no neighborhood. There's no. We were telling our neighbors right next to us, like, watch out for this dude, because they were in some weird altercation with him, and they just thought, oh, he's an asshole. He 
backed down a whole hill and almost hit them and kept backing into them and they had to back up. It was some weird moment. But we have no community newsletter, no email chains. We don't know our neighbors because we're hill people in L.A. And it's a real city or a real community would get together and be like, all right, we need to do something. We know. Does anyone know a lawyer? Does anyone know the law? What, like, I should what hook we- you up with my friend. Who's- yeah, we should. Um, and then I found out there's an app called something, which is for L.A. It's, it's, it is literally like the, the version of a, a community it's, newsletter. It's a Bobby Lamashin alert? Um, no, it's, it's called, uh, it was in the L.A. Times. It's called Nextdoor. And it use, you get your neighbors connected to it, and you, you communicate about break-ins and things that I, I'd like to know. Like, oh, people's cars are getting broken into. Or there's a guy named Bobby Lamashin who's got a gun. And he's off his meds. And, and he's knocking out the windows of cars and houses on your street. Yeah, maybe he's the one who broke into my car. Because he broke a bunch of car windows. Just right uh, No, just let themselves in and took my sunglasses case or something stupid. I'll give him back. I'm sorry. Okay, Marty. I'm sorry. Um, did I vamp long enough? You did. Okay. All right. So uh, I almost hit a paralyzed woman. In a wheelchair the other day. It wouldn't have. Wouldn't have and I was like, she, I guess she's like, fuck it. Am I going to get yeah, more paralyzed? Yeah, I was about to say, no big she was, she was not in the crosswalk. She was in the street and she just did that move where you dart into the crosswalk and I was taking a right and I almost hit her. Like I, my front bumper was touching her wheelchair and I guess you can't be double paralyzed. Maybe she was, she was. That's how you probably get, ended up in that chair in the first place. Aww. Oh, I know. Use the crosswalk. We're going to dip into the mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack, I want to get my hands in that mail sack. Yeah, that was great. Every week, we go through uh, our email bag, that's at uh, noonerpodcast at gmail.com, and we read them, and we talk about them. This week, the, the mail sack is surprisingly light, but... Um, it have, is National Canada Day or Canada Appreciation Day, and which means like half our listenership is out partying right now. Yeah, eating smoked meat and uh, poutine and labats. Morning, Smurfs. This is from Sean McNamara. Only my second time writing in. I finally got around to listening to uh, to cleansing Kruger. Kruger is on a cleanse. He's on an herbal cleanse that somehow involves turkey meatloaf, uh, and wanted to. You could eat on this cleanse. I'm just saying. You can eat organic turkey, it, and it, if I create odd. a loaf out of it, I understand. It's I'm just, just ease of whatever. Right. You um, try it for eleven days. You try no alcohol, no sugar, no caffeine. Fuck you. And herbs that make you sweat that and see nonsense. shit. Um, I wanted to let you guys know what a delight it was hearing Giselle on this on the show. She got nearly as many laughs from me as Kruger, which is no mean feat. Uh, I've been reading Grant Morrison's Animal Man because of Emily's praise for uh, play praise on the show. I was wondering if you guys had any suggestions for similar awesome comics for my summer reading list. Thanks for all the free funny. You guys make the shitty Toronto road construction so much more bearable on my commute to work. Sean from Toronto, which is across this, the, the river from uh, Detroit. You know, Detroit, the city across the... Uh, go on. I got tell it. Us, tell us about Detroit. I have nothing on Detroit. Oh, come on. We were talking about it earlier. I was just giving you an opportunity to put your Canadian accent on. Happy Canada Day. I'm done doing my Canadian accent. Happy Canada Day, Sean. And go, Emily. Uh, what? The, like this, a is finely, our, this is a finely tuned machine, this podcast. 
I was wondering if you guys had suggestions for similarly awesome comics for my summer reading list. Oh, um, <laughs> she's just in her own little world. Sorry, I'm very tired. I got to bed at, at around four thirty last really? night. Really? Yeah. Why? And I was determined to come because I had nightmares of Marty having to do this show by himself. So and that's like, everybody's nightmare, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'll come. I'll by the way, thank you for showing. Oh, up. I appreciate yeah. it. Contributing like a mother over here. Um, good comics. Well, um. Gosh, you know, they're always the staples. I will tell you the three three that you have to read to hang in any comic book conversation is Sandman by Neil Gaiman, Preacher by Garth Ennis, and Transmetropolitan by Warren Ellis. So if you haven't read those, like, read those three and then and then get back to me and we'll talk. <laughs> there you go. Wow. There it is. Uh, but you're reading nothing new right now? No, I can't afford to. In fact, I got a, a call, a nasty call from my comic book guy because he's like, you got to come in. You got to come in and pick your comic books up more frequently. I'm sick of holding these for you because I, I don't have enough money to go and get them every month. Um, fair enough. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, Steve, what comic books are you reading? What comics do I like? Yeah. Kyle Kinane, he's a pretty good comic. Uh, <laughs> go on. Richard Pryor was a good comic. Yeah, but something current. Um, yeah, Kyle Kinane. He's a good right. comic. Right. How about Dylan Moran? Does anybody listen to Dylan Moran stand uh-uh. up? He, it's I about don't. 10 years later. He's, um, he's this Irish guy. Oh, I figured it was something something Anglo. Yeah, it was a little pretentious thing. Yeah. Um, oh, it's so pretentious thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everybody check out Dylan Moran. He was in, he was in Shaun of the Dead and uh, had a series called Black Books on BBC. Oh. It's a little antiquated. It's about okay. so, but it's still very good. And right. worth what it. was Black Books about? Black Books is about this uh, this uh, used bookstore, and he was this incredibly curmudgeonly Irish bookstore owner. What are so against type? Yeah. What are books? <laughs> um, they print the internet and they bind them in little tiny bite sized sections. If you've never read the. John Tottleman, uh, Alan Moore, Swamp Things. Did you? Oh, those are really lovely. You, you yeah. can get those really cheap used uh, on Amazon. You know, on the trade forms. I lost my first trade in New York. I took it with me to New York, and I and I left it there. So I like uh-huh. to say that I left New York better than I found it. Oh, that's cute. But if you <laughs> haven't read those, those are fantastic, and those are precursor to some of the Sandman stuff, and or or the the uh, not the Sandman stuff. What's the guy who wears an overcoat? Constantine. Constantine, yeah. Um, Hellblazer. Hellblazer, yes. So, and also the art is great, the writing is great, and um, yeah. Uh, and that's all I got. I haven't read a comic book in forever. Uh, I'm just, I still finished more. I just read my first uh, uh, Umbrella Academy. The How is that? Gerard Way. Um, I really like it. I really like it. It's just you, you have to be in the mood for it because it's absolute absurdity and shenanigans. Uh, and it, it, but it has the quality of like an eight-year-old kid sort of just fantasizing about what he'd like to see in a comic book. And it's like uh, the Lego Movie. Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. It has that very like just be. It's just you got to be in a very silly mood and and all right, willing to allow everything. And uh, that's a, a limited series, right? I, I'm not sure. Oh, uh, okay. Um, and I think that's being, uh, it's been optioned um, to be a movie in 2010, it was. I wonder if it's going to be animated. It would really do well. All right. There you go. All right. 
Uh, the last email, we only had two this week. It's um, from Michael Binhock and in Germany. Uh, Hi, Merps. I'm right now on the in the airport waiting for my plane to London and um, listening to the podcast. When I s- see some people walking around, I just shake my head. Uh, way too short pants, flip-flops, or tiny summer dress. Uh, don't they know what happens in cases of an emergency landings? I won't be listening live because I will. I'm seeing uh, Kevin and Ralph, and uh, they're doing the um, HBO in London. Pimp that fuck, Michael. Thank you, Michael. I hope you have a great trip. I hope that um, that show goes well. Um, that's the saddest. Uh, by the way, I mean I really appreciate those emails, great emails, but that's a, a very sad mail sack. Let's try to change that for next week, people. It's a sad sack. It's a sad, yes. That's noonerpodcast at gmail.com. And then, uh, let's see. Uh, Will Wilkins says, I should let go of the goddamn windows. But the guy broke your windows in your neighborhood. He didn't break my windows. I know, but your neighborhood. It's still your home. Um, So what should I do to him? (laughs) You should uh, put him on that app. What's the, the neighborhood? Douche. Put, rehab? Put him in douche rehab. <laughs> yeah. I, he's so if you a, lose douche rehab, you move in with uh, Bobby Lamashin. <laughs> oh, right. That's the booby prize? That's the booby prize. So it's the patron saint is uh, a Michael Bay, and Bobby Lamashin <laughs> is the booby prize. Yeah. And, uh, who hosts it? Dunkelman. Brian Dunkelman. I saw him the other day. Aw. It was like. I was in our Vons, which if is a low-end supermarket. Familiar, he's the uh, the original co-host of American Idol. American Idol, which I saw in the flesh. I saw the finale. I loved American Idol, the first season because it was like, wow, Kelly Clarkson doesn't look like a typical pop star. She's talented, and America voted, not a bunch of record execs. And then I thought, well, that was fun. We should never do this again. Right, <laughs> and right, right. And well, it's gone. A little experiment. And I never watched it again. But I, a friend of mine at Fox got me tickets, and I'm in, like in the third row at the Kodak Theater, and it was um, Ryan Seacrest, and then Brian Dunkelman, Dunkelman! Who, who was the comic relief. He's a stand-up, and the story was from him that he didn't want to do it anymore. He's like, I, I want to do other things. From within Fox, he was They're okay. Like, okay, we have a hit show here. It Fine all works. Us. Yeah, just it's, Seacrest. Let's just get rid of him, and he has been like a footnote. Um, and a trivia question. Yeah, he is. Yeah, you're at uh, uh, bar trivia one night. Like this was the original. Dunkelman, Dunkelman. You're excited, but it, I had that. Vaughn's like a low end supermarket here in Los like Angeles. A standard supermarket. It's low end for me. I'm. I'm. I like, you're a pavilions guy. He's a hill person. I'm yeah, a hill person. Oh, I like right. Gelson's. No, I'm yeah. Trader Joe's, but I needed to get some cut of meat they didn't have at my typical place. A lower cut of meat for lower people. <laughs> yeah. So I walked in there, and I'm face-to-face with someone, and this happens constantly in Los Angeles. By the way, he's talking about beef cock. That, that's... No, I was getting skirt steak. All right. Fucking interrupt me. <laughs> and I'm staring at this person, and you have this wave of, I know you, which happens all the time over here. And I'm like, did I go to high school with you? You like look like I might have passed you in the halls. And then he goes by, and I walk on him. And the rest of my shopping experiences, I know that dude. He's wearing a Paul Frank shirt that's got holes in it, and he's real short. And then I realize, oh, that's the dude. Dunkelman. It's Dunkelman. And then everything just made sense. My life just all like, okay, it's not that bad. What was in his cart? He was getting a few items, but um, 
he looks like he goes there quite often. And then, of course, that sent me to the internet, and then I was researching him, and he's just had a baby, and he's still doing stand-up. He's at the Albany Chuckle Hut, hut you know, August 1st through the 1st. You know, I mean, it's... Uh, but it is that weird L.A. anomaly, or uh, whatever, that you will see people were once on television, or once, you know... That show I loved, and then you've never seen them again, and you think you know them. You, I almost went, do, do, do we work together or something? Yeah. But then I remembered I did. I worked with him on something after some pilot, and he was a dick. So I was like, oh, yeah, good. Good, you're shopping at Vons. Yeah, there's some justice then. Yeah, right. poor Dunkelman. Oh, I'm sure he's doing fine. He's, yeah. he's, he performs regularly at the Laugh Factory. But I... I, I met somebody years ago who worked with John Oliver, and John Oliver is this great British comedian that now was on The Daily Show, then now he's his own show. He was a part of a duo. There was a comedy team. What, the other, the other one was Dunkelman. The other what, one, Andy Saltzman, was that his name? Well, I mean, they still do a podcast. No, it was somebody else. He before he became famous, it was like his manager, and I they showed me some stuff, and I went, oh, that poor guy, because he's back in England. <laughs> He's you know, the Pete Best. He's he's doing the the pub, uh, you know, whatever night, quiz night, and John Oliver is now has his own HBO show, and because like they they have a podcast. I think it's the same guy. Uh, I'm sure the Brits will correct me on this, but he and Andy Saltzman, who's a a, a comedian in in England. Now I think it was somebody else. I think okay. he was a part of a, a team. But they have a show called the uh, a podcast called The Bugle. Yeah, which is by the way gone on hiatus for the the summer while he's doing his show. Uh, yeah. Okay, but yeah, there, that happens a lot. Show business is sad. Show business. There, there are. Is there's like sad. they found this little kid out of nowhere, and they become a star, and they're great. They're the Pete Bests of the uh, yeah, comedy. As, as Emily just said, yeah. It's, oh, is that what you said? I sure did. Yeah. Oh my god. I didn't, I I didn't get attention. the reference, so I don't know what that means. Pete Best was the drummer I, 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 for. Just I believed being, you. <laughs> I'm just being a you dick. You betrayed me. Oh, there he goes again. Um, douche rehab for you. Douche sir. rehab. I'm the I'm the host. At least you're listening. I wasn't even listening. I listen. Yeah. It's the first Sometimes. rule of improv, Marty. Well, yeah. I don't know how well you do that. Uh, improv or listen. Yeah. Black books. Um, <laughs> that answers that. Yeah. Keegan and Lou like black books. Uh, and then Keegan was asking about the fiasco update. We, we're going to, I have the book right here and we're going to, play this game i'm determined to do it but right now bill is still in japan is that where he is wow wow bill bill is doing what bill is doing um and we're gonna telling people who don't speak english how awesome cleveland is yeah arigato (laughs) and the light bulb was invented in cleveland arigato (laughs) too much cleveland (laughs) (laughs) my rib is hurting so bad oh Around I speak all about Cleveland. <laughs> Too much for me to handle. Must go on Japanese game show. Lock me in Lock room. Lock me in room. With coupons. With coupons. No Cleveland. <laughs> um. <laughs> By the way, everybody... The, the face you made, you really must be in pain. It hurts Because so when I do the Asian accent, you look hurt because you're like, I went to Yale, I'm an accomplished performer, and then this asshole just does his ching-chang voice. But that one looked like it physically hurt you. It really does. I'm so sorry. The John Oliver show is... like He does these incredible in-depth... 
videos uh, or uh, rants, not rants, but discussions about really important issues like um, uh, gays in Uganda. Like the last one was about gays in Uganda and just how we as a country are responsible for uh, the persecution of gays in Uganda. Mm -hmm. And he goes in for like 20 minutes and it's incredibly informative uh, well thought out and also very funny and yes and he has does production things with right said Fred and whatever you know like. I assumed he would take over the Daily Show because I thought uh, he's the sharpest and the youngest face you know I think some of the other guys on it are great but he's you know the, you don't want to see an old guy there but yeah. uh, he's fantastic and you you know I I don't know if he's as like naturally funny as like Stephen Colbert is. Like he's not putting on a character. I think he does doesn't look as comfortable in his own skin as Colbert did when um, in his first year. But it, the content is so good and so smart, and like all the, the rants are the best part. Not, or I don't know what you would call it. Not, yeah, I call it a rant. But you, and they're all on YouTube, so you can pull them up um, and watch. You don't them. have to pay for you HBO. Don't have to pay for HBO. That's, that's so, not, I don't even need the funny bits about like. People in Congress are hypocrites. Like yeah. just and Fox News is crazy. Just show me that part, and uh, you know, if you want to, that's what he's doing. What I um, should be doing and researching. And yeah, that's writing. that's called. He has a team of writers, and they practice all week. You just wake up and go. <sighs> yeah, you have a you have a little dice, little eighteen sided yeah, yeah. dice. It has Supreme Court, abortion, socialized medicine, and you just roll it. And you're like, all right, this is the topic of. The podcast today. So um, I think Carrie Lynn said, uh, she says, uh, douche rehab for you. I will use that this week. Thank I mean, you. Yeah, I think that's great. I think that we should just, that should be the code. If you see somebody just, you know, acting poorly. I don't think it's a very good code. <laughs> well, yeah. You say douche rehab. I think everybody's going to uh, clue in as to what you're implying. All right. Bieber needs to go there. Oh, poor Biebs. Poor Biebs. Yeah. He's having know. a rough one. See, yeah. What did he do? What did he do recently? Who knows? He, Who knows? He played celebrity basketball. All the good Canadians I see on Cho Canadian Chopped, are the, it's all undone by, do by Bieber. That, do you think Canada kicked him out? And I think like, so. By, they said, okay, we want him out, so let's promote him as a big pop star. <laughs> and, like, and give him, you know, a, we'll promote him, and then he'll end up somewhere in the valley. And He is a testament to what L.A. can do to you when you are young, stupid, and famous. As it has done many, and he is all three at at high levels of each th of the three, and it's just turned. You, there's, you just show up, and these dudes just become your entourage. You know, yeah. they they're just waiting at LAX, and they're like, let's let's hang on to this guy, and his dad too. Like, what the fuck? Well, yeah. he is a. Yeah. No, he's they're not they're not Canadian. They're they're honorable. Uh, Los Angelinos. <laughs> They're honorably, dishonorably discharged. Dishonorably Canadians. discharged from Canada. Oh, you maybe you should go down to L.A. You'd have more fun there, Biebs. So, <laughs> if I um, provide food and booze, will you guys come and play Fiasco? Absolutely. Sure. Okay. Um, the problem is, I, I don't know if Bill will commit to his character, like because it's about it's a role playing game, so you have to mm -hmm. commit. I know you will. Steve, I, I know you... I'll commit to many characters. You commit to many characters. <laughs> but we got to get Bill to... Oh, a Cleveland talk must end. I must enter <laughs> game show. Lock me in room with rice, but no pot to cook Here rice. are my clothes. Here are my clothes. No more Cleveland talk, please. Arigato. Uh, this past 
weekend. Um, Dunkelman played at Catch a Rising Star in Reno, Nevada. Ah, Reno. That's a good one. Yeah. I don't ask the Japanese to pronounce that. Reno? Yeah. Reno. Oh, there you go. Uh, all right. Let's wrap things up. You're going to get some sleep. What were you, why were you up so late last night? Um, it, it just, it's just an effect of when you're in rehearsals for plays and you stay up. It's just you, you rehearse late and then you go out and drink and then you go and then you go home. You're still riled up and it's just it isn't great. I love when you're that riled up about something. It's exciting. Yeah. But the play's going to be terrible. But the, is the drink, it? Why? Yeah. Uh, I shouldn't say too much because okay. I'm sure everyone who's someone <laughs> yeah, yeah. is listening. So, well, it's just it's 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 being run by a whole bunch of really really good-hearted, enthusiastic, oblivious students who just graduated from from uh, theater school. Who and 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 um, we're gonna do this. We're yeah. gonna do it different. We're gonna make it better. Oh yeah, the different and better. They're very committed to the different and better. Yeah. Nobody's done it like this before. Yeah, and 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 they're doing it uh, instead of actually understanding what the play is about or right. what the word mean, what the words mean. So it's like, <laughs> oh boy. Well, that's an experience, I guess. Um, yeah. And when does it go up? It's better than doing nothing. Um, in about two weeks, I think. And. And uh, are there good actors on it? Mm-hmm. Uh, she was nodding her head vigorously. For yes, those of yes. you who might have heard her say, mm-mm. Yeah. She was actually <laughs> nodding her head vigorously. Yeah. Uh, well, it's better than sitting around and um, busting people's windows in the neighborhood. Oh, Bobby Lamashin. <laughs> that is... Because I was going to ask you about Bobby Lamashin because of that person. And when you said, there's a crazy person in my neighborhood, I knew exactly who you were talking about. Um, does not want me, does not make me want to stay in that neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, but I'm worried that you're going to become the Bobby Lamashin. Well, then don't move to this neighborhood. No, I'm definitely not. Uh, there's a guy every Tuesday. He's just laughing real loud in his apartment about 10 in the morning. It's very strange. What, uh, what, how are the notes for your pilot? Oh, they love it. <laughs> they love it and by the way change everything here are 30 pages of notes yeah they wanted to talk today and i just said no i, I don't i'm going to i have a podcast i have do a podcast to do means? i have to come up with my characters i have to be a little racist but just not too racist so the audience is alienated i want to talk about canada but also make fun of canada there's a lot of prep that goes in to the show yeah and, it's uh, usually me and, uh, i've got to think of a good, funny last name for this armenian guy yeah. his name's uh, uh, something actually the, the prep is pretty much post bowel movement me with my tablet just i write a few ideas to, and tamra's like oh you're tapping away there i'm like bobby Lamashin, that's funny yeah, yeah there's good. a little prep yeah got to have a few things to talk about other than the supreme court and isis oh we talked about that last week i know yes because you listened i'm uh, going to palm springs and i don't want um the mustached woman's notes in my head of course, the mus- the mustached woman in this case is a young male with no mustache, but right. It's this. It's always it's it's a symbol. Yes, somebody so, who has notes. But uh, there is a mustached woman above him who is giving notes to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to Palm Springs, and I just want to. Are you going to be here next week? Uh, I think I'm coming back Monday or something. Okay. Are you going to Palm Springs for the Fourth of July? Yes. Ooh, I've been so. many ah. times, and it's actually L.A. is horrible for the Fourth of July. You'd think you've got the beach. Yes, you and three and a half million of your closest friends are enjoying <laughs> the beach or the mountains. To get out of L.A. during the 4th is, is divine. It's, it, my neighborhood is just full of people lighting off fireworks Whoa. or shooting guns and in the air. And by people, you mean you? Well, a little bit. I do that by myself 
You yes, know? it's a uh, private solo affair, but they're out there in, a, in mass. I have a, a drawer full of fireworks. I'm sure you do. I do. You're a grown fucking man. You know that? Fireworks are awesome. People your age around the world have children and probably... I have fireworks. You, have, you are a grown man with a podcast and fireworks. That's... that's you are... That's co- I've made it. You are Lamajan rehab headed. <laughs> that is um, not good. And what are your plans for the fourth? I'm going to a... I'm going to the Masked Ball of Jareth. Okay, I was going to end the show. but We're going to go long, we're everyone. Go long, Tell everybody. the affiliates. Strap yourselves in. Tell Mike and Ming they're going to need yeah. to uh, push about 10 minutes. Our apologies to put your hands together. Um, explain. So there's this costume and, shop. Wait, do it in the voice. There's this costume shop in town um, that several years ago... Uh, Might it be cosplay? Yeah. Um, several, I don't know how long ago, I, I don't do the research, um, decided to make... So you've all seen Labyrinth? The movie Labyrinth mm-hmm. with David Bowie? Uh, can you sing a little bit of? Can you to some of us? Do you know? Can, you can. You sing remind me of the babe, babe, the babe with the power. Come on, <laughs> I can't do it by myself. Um, the power with the voodoo. Okay, I don't remember. Voodoo. Okay, oh God, you're useless. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is that Fraggle Rock? Yeah, it is. I Fraggle could sing Rock the Fraggle Rock song. song. Um, and so in that movie, there's a he the 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 Goblin King throws a masquerade, and so this costume shop made a masquerade and all the cosplayers show up. And it's called, what is it? I think it's called the Masked Ball of Jareth. Jareth Masked Ball. Okay. Something about Jareth and masks and balls. <laughs> um, yeah, and so I, I'm, it's, that's happening on the 4th and 5th and I, I ended up going... Oh, it's a two-day event. It's three. It's the 4th, the 5th, and then there's a lunch on the 6th and all the cosplayers oh dress God. up and show up. They all They all wear fantasy clothing and what i'm not a cosplayer so i'm just gonna put on a dress and wear a mask and oh you're not going as a specific character then no i don't think people generally go as characters they just um it's you have some sort of fantasy motif by the way you can go to labyrinthmasquerade.com if you want to join emily in this mm-hmm. i don't know if tickets are still available but it's I'm at, sure they are. at the historic park plaza hotel um yes uh wow that sounds Awesome. And are you going with a big group? I don't know. I'm going with uh, two different people. Uh, I don't know. Probably. Probably. And what happens? Everybody dresses up. Everybody dresses up and then they hang out and drink. A lot of Instagramming, I would imagine. Yeah, probably more A lot more of photographing and... Shake your stick it. All right. And what are you doing, Marty? Uh... I don't Lighting know. off fireworks in your backyard and no, burning, I, burning the brush down again? No, I, I, I learned my lesson. I, I <laughs> the fire it. department came by and had until, a, a talking to you? I wait until uh, Chinese New Year because usually it, there's more moisture around. And I only light off fireworks when there's not stuff to light on fire. Uh, so, But no, I'll probably... Uh, I think my neighbors are blocking off my street and we're having... There's, they're, having they're trying to get you out with pitchforks? Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Leave me alone! Get out! Bobby Dumpling, time for you to go. Oh, yeah. Bobby Dim Sum. <laughs> Bobby Dim Sum. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm not going to leave the house. I'm just, oh, God. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to leave the house. Well, I won't be able to if the, my neighbors block off the street. 
I mean, mm. I'd have to prepare and like put. My You'd have to walk to the end of the street. Yeah, sounds awful. Maybe get an Uber. You have to walk by other humans. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Um, well, that sounds like fun. Uh, and not as fun as Palm Springs. Let's be honest. Uh, eh. Yeah, less less hairy weirdos. Fewer hairy weirdos. Eh. Like uh, I'm I, looking forward to eating food. That's all. Actually, not even food. Because I've been eating food, I'm looking forward to alcohol. That's what I've been oh, missing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So when does your when does it officially end? Friday, Fourth of July. I can eat. I can imbibe. I can do whatever I want. Do you want me to to pull some pork for you? I would like that. I, I will if you want to. I will smoke a, a shoulder for you and have it waiting for you to go. You know what? When you deprive yourself of the food and go on these stupid herbs, mm-hmm. you, I, I've lost all interest in food. It's like I'm, I've chemically castrated myself and pornography right. is... No, it's like, I don't, I don't know. But I would love a drink. Okay. I well, would then love... Fuck you. Um, I, 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 I know was, I have the bottle of tequila sitting on a desk offer. and I, I told no Lance Mountain, I said, Friday morning at whatever I wake up, I'm doing a shot. I'm, I'm done. 11 days with no alcohol. All right. I am an alcoholic. Uh, okay, so everybody, have a great fourth. Enjoy your Canada Day, or if you're, if this is potted, I hope you enjoyed your Canada Day. Um, get tell us uh, web shows that you think that we should watch and why. Get your questions into uh, Nooner Podcast. At yeah, that was pathetic, people. What the fuck? Two letters, two letters, but very good letters, by the way. Um, very, but, two very good letters. Yeah, come on. Yeah, fill that sack. And um, and then then we t- can empty that sack and tweet at Emily O'Hara uh, if you, to make sure that she comes next week and doesn't uh, sleep in. <laughs> you going to come on ec- next week? Uh, I, 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 I can't make no promises. <laughs> what? No, make a promise. Come on. Um, it's not legally binding. Oh well, then sure. Yeah. Yes, yes yeah, I'll come, come next week and bring, bring money and booze pork. and have your child. Um, yeah. In Kruger, you don't know. Yeah, you're coming next week. I'm gonna, and I'll, I'll, we, and yes, all right. And then we're gonna get, and hopefully Bill will be back by next week. I don't know what his schedule is. Oh, America, you can have him. No more Kruverin to speak. <laughs> Passport revoked. Revoked. Oh, go home to Kruverin. Uh, I live in L.A. Oh, confusing. Why you talk so much about Cleveland? Why you live in L.A. when you love Cleveland so very so much? So much Cleveland talk. Oh, you can have him. Not welcome. <laughs> uh, and we will hear all about his oh, stories. Oh, kicking someone when they're, we, de- when they're uh, not no, here. Just, look, oh, I see, saw a couple pictures on the Twitter. It, so it looks like he's had, having an amazing time, oblivious to the to other people's disinterest in Cleveland. Cleveland talk too much. <laughs> Arigato, go home. <laughs> Sayonara. Sayonara, sad actor man. <laughs> uh, you're you're, you're rib, dude. You're not good. Something wrong. Hopefully I'll be ba- better by then. All right. Uh, yes. Thank you guys for listening. And um, get in your emails, tweets, and you know where to tweet us at. And we Tweet will... us at? Tweet at us. Whatever. Uh, we will see you next Tuesday. If that fuck... Time to tip that fuck. 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 Time to tip that fuck.
has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.